Today we're going to talk about everything that's coming out of WWE, uh, from rumors to news to people letting go and being released, and also a uh, new news coming out from. Uh, screwed up. Take two. Take two. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Today we're going to be talking about everything that's coming out from WWE, from news, rumors, and supposedly new people that might be inducted into their Hall of Fame. Not only that, but also a legendary wrestler from New Japan Pro Wrestling just retired. All that and more coming up next on Red Shoe Shoots. Woohoo! The one with the, so the shoulder injuries? No, no, the one with the middle fingers. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, he just had his retirement match. Um, he had middle fingers. Come right, on. that's really yeah, Friday. He's probably not a heavyweight champion of anything to Just slap. Boom. Finisher. <laughs> Was he, uh... You know what's funny? They just gave him the Han gimmick from Enter the Dragon. No. He puts it on. Dun dun dun. Just play the music. Dun dun. And then Jim Kelly comes out. <laughs> Man, you come straight out of a comic book. Do that gimmick, the shtick. Then Okada comes out as Bruce Lee. And then he gets scratched a little bit. <laughs> oh, that'd be the greatest gimmick angle. Like, homage ever. Better than when Chuck Norris, Texas Ranger, was, a, was the enforcer for Bret Hart. He versus Yokozuna. He's, he's playing Texas Ranger. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I heard the story was it wasn't Chuck Norris. That was just a shadow. <laughs> the real presence of Chuck Norris will, you know, will cause anything to explode. Right. So his shadow was just fighting for him. He told his shadow to do that. Yeah, his shadow don't have darkness. It's a reflective image of himself. <laughs> Chuck Norris. Yeah. It's also a five-year deal. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love Chuck Norris. Facts. Favorite one? Uh, the one with God. I thought that one was hilarious. Oh, like, yeah. Like, you sing in my seat, God? Yeah. Well, the setup and everything. It was oh, like, yeah. you know, God was sitting on his throne. And Arnold Schwarzenegger came up to him. Okay, why should I let you go into heaven? He's like, oh, because I was a governor and I did a lot of good things. Eh, okay. All right. Steven's, uh... No, he's alone. The guy asked him, well, why should I let you stand on my side? Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought, it was, no, I, the, the one that I heard was like, it was like, you know, um... Like, he, he was the one who was like, you know, why should I let you? God yeah. was the one was telling people. Yeah, like, why should I let you stand my side as my right-hand man? Uh, no, nah, the one I heard was just, he was he was the one who was letting people in. in, in St. Like, Petersburg is one of the people. Yeah. No, no, but it was like, God, he decided to do it because it was like special people. Mm -hmm. And then he did some, and then he went to Sylvester Stallone, and then he's like, okay, Stallone, why should I let you go into heaven? Oh, I was a director, I won Oscars, I did Rocky. Mm -hmm. Everyone likes Rocky. And he was like, mm, okay, all right, so, okay, go on. And then um, Chuck Norris comes in. 
And then God tells to, to, to Chuck Norris, okay, uh, why should I let you win uh, the heaven? And then uh, Chuck Norris just said, because you're in my seat, that's why. No. Yeah, well, you said that, bro. Mm. No, that's how I heard it. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you that joke. Oh, okay. Remember, God was sitting on his throne. There's opening up to be the left hand, right hand of God. And Arnold came in first. He says, why should I? You know, I was governor, politician, great movie star. Right. And then, then he asks, um, Rocky. Yeah. Like you said, the writer, Oscar, and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, they finally got to Chuck Norris. And Chuck Norris is like, well, why should I let you be my left or left hand man and my right hand man he says you're sitting in my seat <laughs> that makes more sense right right yeah okay yeah oh and his name was uh, Takashi uh, Izuka Takashi Morishima Takashi Morishima <laughs> alright well okay ready okay three two one Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz. And Omega Cut. Alright, and welcome to another episode of Red Shoe Shoots. Everything that you need to know about wrestling, from two wrestling fans' point of view. Um, just to let you know, the Knight Rider and Chewie is not here. They are both sick, and we wish them well. And a speedy recovery. So, without further ado, let's get on with the show. So, uh, WWE has been releasing people left and right for the past this whole past week. Um, besides uh, Hideo Otomi, uh, Ty Dillinger. He requested his release, and WWE gave him his release. What do you think of that? Mm -hmm. No, I, I think he's playing softball. You think? No, they actually gave him his release. I know, they're just playing softball. They're not trying to play hardball. Okay. Well, like, why bother? I mean, they're not using him. They never used him. No, they used him. They used him, but they didn't. The Perfect Ten gimmick. Mm -hmm. That was pretty good. They just didn't want to flow with it or you know promote it. Right. And he told me his contract was just up. He just didn't want to renew, so they didn't want to bother you know trying to convince him either. Right. Same thing with uh, Ty Dillinger. Pretty much, he his contract was virtually up, and he just asked for his release. And mm -hmm. they, I guess they, they spoke and they wish each other the best of luck. Right. But he's not taking his uh, so-called fiance or wife with him. No, 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 no. Supposedly. Well, she's gonna stay. She well, has to. Yeah, she has to. She's, yeah. <laughs> and if if case uh, people are wondering who is his fiance, no, I don't think fiance is more girlfriend than fiance. It's girlfriend, yeah, yeah. girlfriend. Um, is one half of the Iconics, Iconics. Mm -hmm. yeah. Peyton, yes, Peyton Royce, lucky dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> the other one's still available. <laughs> no, I think she's. I know. Seeing somebody as well. I don't yeah. know. It's, she's my favorite one though. That's why. I'm yeah. Okay. She's more funny. And, yeah, and also too, uh, behind the scenes. Um, WWE rehired Bruce Preacher. I think they did a long time already. They kind of gave they him his own show, and they did sign a contract. Like uh, they're doing uh, the the Bruce, you know, his radio podcast. Right. They gave him his own, pretty much, studio and everything. He right. is on part of the WWE network. Yeah, but not no, but he is now back doing his old job. Doing a talent relationship. Yeah, talent management. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's doing that and producing as well. Um, but the thing was, since they hired him, they had to let go of R. Anderson. R. Anderson. R. Anderson, yes. I'm fine with that because it's just his old job. He's just returning. And R. Anderson's pretty much, I, I guess his time is just time to let him go. Or he's just vacationing or retiring. He's still a you know, Hall of Famer. Yeah. It wouldn't matter anyway. He still have jobs anywhere. People line up just to get his advice. Booking wise, he's good. Mm -hmm. 
he probably AEW just pick him right up and like, can you be our Booker? Go back to the old days of you know of wrestling. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, did the, the early WCW days, AW uh-huh. days, yeah. just like wrestling, pure wrestling. Oh, AWA. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, of course. Do the Ricky Dragon Steamboat versus Ric Flair mm-hmm. stuff, you know, that kind of stuff. That people K Fave was still real. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not upset that they let him go. So, this, hey, one man's loss and the man's gain. No, yeah, that's true. Um, well, we wish him the best of luck. You know, one member of the four, the legendary four horsemen stable. Yeah. Well, so, what do you think about Bruce Pitchard? Mm, you know what? I love the guy. Yeah, I do too. I, I I listen to his podcast. He's a great guy. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah, he's a great guy. You know, he's a great guy. I love I love what he did. Um. I I don't know. I I just don't know. He did a good job when when he was in TNA. That's when we we watched it the most. Oh yeah, I, yeah. That's when it got really good because yeah. that's when he was. That's especially with uh, the legendary Styles, Joe, and yeah. Daniels match. He did all that booking. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's I, I guess it's it's perfect. He's going back to his home. Right. Was he ever gone? Uh-huh. This man always fires and hires him back all the time. Yeah, it's true. It's like ah, bring back Bruce. <laughs> not like how he. Not like with Terry Funk. Terry Funk was a part of the uh, talent relation? No, no, no. There was a story when Terry Funk was a wrestler that he didn't want to wrestle for WWE. Mm-hmm. So he left a note to Vince McMahon says, my horse is sick. I got to go take care of it. I'll see you later. Okay. Then he went off to uh, WCW. WCW and ECW. Mm-hmm. And then when he decided to come back to do uh, the Chainsaw Maniac. Uh, Chainsaw Charlie. Yes. When he did that gimmick, McMahon said to uh, Funk, hey, How's the horse feeling? He has a horse, I'm assuming. I don't know. It's probably a beautiful horse. <laughs> <laughs> he got him a new job. Yes. <laughs> Riding WCW with a fine, magnificent stallion. Mm-hmm. You're hired. Who the hell you are? <laughs> Terry Funk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we already know that Degeneration uh, X is going to be the so-called quote-unquote first official um, inductee to the Hall of Fame um, and they are including China uh, what do you think of that me what me personally yeah like first as, as a wrestling fan and then personally no personally I have nothing against them a wrestling fan I'm happy China finally made it mm-hmm. but she should have went in as a single more than a you know, part of a faction mm-hmm and I'm surprised they didn't, they didn't try to include, you know, Ravishing Rick Rude, because he was kind of there before the New, New Age Outlaw and X-Pac was. Right. But I know, I know he was there for only a moment, and he got mad during the screw job thing and left mm-hmm. to WCW. And with, with this, it was the thing about this, they can still pretty much it's it's the show gonna be centered around this, right? Because it's like five people entering the Hall of Fame. Uh huh. And now, and at first I thought it was the Heart Foundation. Oh yeah, everyone thought. I, a lot of people were assuming that it was a heart foundation, even because they even said it too. Yeah. But then now it's just like they shifted to this. Yeah. Now it's like if the heart foundation is going into it, there's only Brett and Jimmy Hart left. Mm-hmm. DX is kind of kind of steal the thunder away. Yeah. And the heart foundation deserves to be center stage, I guess. Uh huh. Especially Jim Damon Nyhart since he just passed away. Oh yeah. 
But dang it, so is China. China passed away too. So mm -hmm. she needs to be in the Hall of Fame. It's like, you, you could put all of them in there, mm -hmm. but at the same time, you don't want the other one to outshine the other because they both deserve Yeah, they do. Limelight. Mm -hmm. But badass Billy Gunn, you know, Road Dog Jesse James, X Pac, yeah. Shawn Michaels, and China, and Triple H. Yeah. It's they're pretty much gonna steal the light. Just the fact that everybody wanted China to be in there. Oh yeah, and it's the first time Xbox gonna be in there too. Yeah, that's right. Xbox and um, Road Dog and uh -huh. and you know, Billy Gunn. So yeah. yeah, so it's the first for those, and the second time for the other two. Right. No, but here's the thing. Hmm. Since Billy Gunn is with AEW, he could. He could. Do, yeah. Will they let him come in? And yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I see no reason why not to. There's because no, AEW hasn't fully. Like start yet and then contracting what do you call it uh, blockage or anything mm -hmm. like last time remember when Ric Flair had to enter as a uh, four horseman uh -huh. they had to talk to TNA about giving him a deal and the exchange was Ric Flair go to the Hall of Fame one time and Christian goes in for the Bound for Glory uh, uh -huh. like cameo right which I thought was a horrible deal <laughs> <laughs> they could have got Stone Cold or somebody else but yeah of course they got Christian yeah because Dixie, this here's the story. Dixie Carter likes cat. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the story that she likes cats, and, and I guess Christian has cats. Oh, he was man. good. He was a nice fella, I guess. Right. Still, yeah, I I, I didn't see why they can't do Heart Foundation this year or mm -hmm. DX next year. If you're doing DX this year, you have to do Heart Foundation next year. Yeah. Can't put both. It's that's like the the main attraction for the Hall of Fame. Unless they decide to do all like smorgasbord of greatness, uh -huh. including the Undertaker, uh -huh. stuff like that. You know. Yeah. Because remember, because the Hall of Fame is going up against the ROH New Japan Pro Show. If that was the case. So they put everybody in there. But yeah, they, they, they all have to share that one spotlight though. Undertaker, Heart Foundation, and DX. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> Stone Cold. The ringmaster re-enters, <laughs> or with, uh, with Flying Brian. Oh yeah. With the Hollywood Blondes mm -hmm. be inducted. Right. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be. Um, but still, um, for me, I personally think that it was about time China got China got in. Um, China Xbox. Yeah. Um, but mainly China, because remember, she was the first ever woman to win the Intercontinental Championship. Mm -hmm. She, I think she won it uh, multiple times? I think she only won it twice Once. the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, against Jeff Jarrett. Both times? I think when she, Jeff Jarrett was about to leave, she had to drop the belt to China or something like that. Okay, yeah. So I think that was her first ring with it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, so she, like, you know, she won that. Uh, she won... Um, did she win tag team? Bill? I don't know. Uh, I know she did a tag team match. Uh, right. Against a lot of people. And she was the other tag team partner with her male counterpart. Yeah. It was like her and X-Pac. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. So she did a lot of things. She was a trendsetter. Oh, yeah. She was she was, she was a huge trendsetter for what women, uh, uh, women in wrestling right now is in WWE right now. Um, athletic? Well, athletic, strong. Went to wrestling school. Mm -hmm. Trained with Killer Kowalski. Mm -hmm. Have a backbone and backing in wrestling. Yeah, who knew? <laughs> Gee, I wonder. Who thought that would work? <laughs> uh, well, despite all that stuff that happened to her. 
Yeah. I, I, fans don't really care, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, they just remember her as China Knife Wonder of the World. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's perfect. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm happy. Yeah. But she's going as, as a single person, too. I mean, and, and also Sean Waltman, Xbox, also. Yeah. That's the one, two, three kid. Oh, uh huh. Xbox yeah. or Six Pack. Yeah. Whatever you want to call them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. Mm, that'd be good. One day. Who knows? One day. Or the NWO one day. He would go in there three times. <laughs> he was in every faction. Every major faction. Yeah. Well, like I said, we just gotta wait and see. Um, other news that came out of WWE. Um, what did you think of the call-ups from NXT to WWE? Who advised planning? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, no, it was great. I, I, I loved them. I, they were awesome in Raw. Especially Raw. Right. That was a great show. I, it was three hours. I actually watched all of it, and it was it was pretty good. Mm -hmm. The SmackDown one was pretty good, too. Yeah. With Ricochet and all that, and with the tag team with Gargano and Ciampa. Mm -hmm. The problem is, the story, continuity-wise, they're feuding in NXT. Yeah. They, they they had no filler for them teaming up right now. I know they were a faction before. As yeah, yeah. DIY. DIY. Yeah. Um, DIY? Yes, DIY. And now it seems like they just... Uh, no and void uh, storyline from NXT mm -hmm. you guys are invading you're the two tops you're together and Ricochet's there too and then Alex are black right they just ignore storyline completely yeah it was two years worth of storyline supposedly oh yeah like two and a half three years yeah close to three but they could explain it eventually by saying you know what unite for common goal mm -hmm. enemy my enemy or <laughs> Yeah. Or, you know, go my go. So, uh -huh. they need to work together. Yeah. No, I'm happy they're there, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's like poor planning. Yeah, especially rush. to. I wouldn't say rush. Uh, well, it was rush. It was overnight. They decided overnight to fly them in. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. Um, the reason that I heard, and I've heard from numerous reports, and I think the first person who reported it was uh, Dave Meltzer, Uncle Dave. Um, he said that the reason why they brought those four up was because McMahon said, quote unquote, I don't have any superstars yeah, to promote. Because he buried them all. For, uh, for WrestleMania. Yeah, because he buried the rest. Yeah. He, yeah. No, yeah, I heard, I heard the same thing. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, uh, um, also, too, um, another factor that what I would have to say, too, uh, the crowd. Mm -hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. The crowd at Raw, when when they were all first introduced, ah, they were just like, ah, they were they were, they were just like, oh, her. surprise. Eh? They were happy, but surprised they're there together. Yeah, like everybody. Yeah, they were just like, you know, like if they did it in New York, if they did it in Chicago, if they did it in like um, L.A., mm -hmm. you know, where they have a huge fan base. NXT has a huge fan base. Um, I think the place would have erupted. I think they would have had the, the greatest pop. Or Florida. Yeah, or Florida. Yeah. It's, you know. Full sale cabbie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah. Um, no, I thought it was pretty good. No, um, no, no. The matches were great. The matches were great. The way they introduce them to people who, who never... Actually, they make sense. You think about it. Yeah. If you introduce them to a crowd who is not familiar with them mm -hmm. and showcase them right away, that's how you get people. Like, oh, these guys are awesome. Right. But now, uh, but then you, you know, the people working, you know, watching at home realize, hey, they brought, finally, you know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, smart fans will know, hey, finally. 
Yeah, people who watch yeah. NXT, they're like, okay, good. Yeah, pretty much. They or got... anything. Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, yeah. Uh, alone. I mean, Ricochet alone as Prince Puma in, you know, Lucha Underground. Mm -hmm. Or Ricochet in New Japan with, or, his, uh, NR, yeah, with his awesome legendary matches with mm -hmm. uh, Osprey. Pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, so Smart Fan knows right away, okay, I'm going to watch Raw now. They, they finally bring Ricochet. Yeah. Let's hope they're not wire him down. And you saw the match. They didn't wire him down. down. Yeah. He was uh, still phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The same with um, Alter Black and um, Gargano yeah. and Ciampa. Yeah. Ciampa still has that intensity. Oh, yeah. And Gargano, just, he's just tough. Yeah. yeah. Especially when they're doing some of those spots where it's like... The tag team spots? No, when he, I mean, it's like Gargano's on the ground and uh -huh. people, he's, and somebody's trying to grab his feet and stuff. He starts kicking the person as he's on the ground. <laughs> he added... He has some realism MMA stuff to it. Yeah. And like, oh, just because you grab my legs, man, I can't kick them the other one. So you kick them. Right. Yeah, they add some new type of, uh, you know, of uh, spots. Mm -hmm. Instead of the usual WWE stuff, kick, punch, yeah. you know, yeah. clothesline, drop, you know, cheer the crowd. Mm -hmm. He's They're more of like, let's keep on going. Let's keep on going. Right. We only got two or three minutes to showcase, so. Yeah, but at least it was a hell of a... Yeah. Yeah, it was and, good. Okay, so let's play Booker. Um, Cookie Booker T. All right. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> okay. I know they're not going to be on any uh, brand of yet officially until after uh, Royal Rumble. Out of the four, who would you send them to? Which brand and why? Yeah. It don't matter to me. I, I like them all. <laughs> I'm just happy for them to be the main roster. Yeah. But uh, since they're all smaller guys, mm -hmm. and Alex is the only one that's really big, Alex should go to Raw. Right. The thing is, his wife is in SmackDown, so right. usually WWE tends to his wife's in SmackDown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah Selena yeah. Vega. Mm -hmm. They usually separate couples. Yeah. So it makes sense for him to go to Raw. Right. The fact that he wrestled against you know Andrade, his wife was in Andrade's corner. Right. Smart fan already knew like that's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Story. So the, yeah. So. Send to Raw, just because mm -hmm. of that, and then Ricochet definitely should go to SmackDown. Yeah. The, the thing is, with Ricochet being SmackDown, he kind of steals the thunder away from AJ and Daniel Bryan from being all the phenomenalness, the acrobatics and all that. Right. And the only, and he also has the other small acrobatic guys like uh, Ray and all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's he's gonna pretty much overshadow them because right. he is a younger one, younger fresher. More just pristine. pretty much like he just already put an X on his back if, yeah. they, if they throw him there. Yeah, pretty much. He's going to be the defense favorite because yeah. you know, it's fast pace. And Ciampa and Gargano, I separate them or make them a tag team mm -hmm. at Raw. To be honest, both should be at Raw. Because mm. Finn Balor is, is there. I think right. those two and those three could do an awesome match. Right. Just to you know, reignite the NXT stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think only... Ricochet should go to SmackDown. Everybody else either should go to Raw. Just to build that brand up. Right. Because Raw is pretty uh, still boring. Oh, right oh now. yeah. Yeah. It's three hours. <laughs> they need a lot of talent. And <laughs> yeah. Ronda's leaving. Yeah, so. <laughs> and Charlotte's going. And Charlotte and Becky Lynch might go there now, so. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, me, yeah, I agree with you. With Ricochet, he needs to be in SmackDown. His uh, high-paced offense... Like, like, uh, like, if any of you have not seen any of his work in New Japan, go watch his stuff with New Japan, especially uh, when he went against uh, Will Ospreay and those legendary feuds that he had, and uh, Kota Ibushi. 
Yeah, that one match, that one crazy match with him. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and then you'll see why um, he should be in SmackDown. Um, Champa and Gargano, uh, I totally agree with you that they should go to Raw. Um, they should be tag team because, let's just face it, the tag team division over there is pretty much dead. You know, like we don't know what's going to happen with the revival. Uh, if they are still wanting to leave or not. Mm -hmm. um, and then after the revival, like, who do you got left there? New guys from NXT. The other, you forgot about the other tag team wrestlers that got called up. Mm. Oh, yeah, Heavy Machinery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, if you put, okay, so if you put Heavy Machinery and um, Gargano and Champa there, then I think, okay, then that, that, that will be a small boost mm -hmm. that the tag team in Raw needs. Later down the road, they can separate and do the one-on-one, -on -one, and yeah. then that will benefit Raw more, too. But, yeah. I will, I will, but if it was me, if I was booking this, I would just put them in together as a tag team. Reunite the uh, DIY. Um, Black? <sighs> That's a toughie. I like the match that he had with Andrade Cienamas. In SmackDown, yeah. That yeah. was a good match. That was a great match. I, I would love to have him in SmackDown to and make a story around that. Yeah. And if they book it right, that could be like a SummerSlam Yeah, match. but they kind of need more talent in Raw right now. Yeah. That's the thing, too. I would want them to see in Raw, too, because Ronda leaves. Who else have they got besides, yeah. you know... Charlotte and Becky going in yeah. there. On the men's side, you, you know, you got like Braun Strowman, but they already squashed him. Finn yeah. Balor, they just gave him the belt. I don't know how long that's going to last on him. Mm -hmm. Bobby Lashley, they don't know how to book him either. Um, yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah, he's, you know, he's right now, he's doing a few just for yeah, the and then Seth Rollins, like, he's there. He's Yeah, he's only one heavyweight contender. Yeah, but everybody's like betting money on on Brock winning again to win again, like squash him. Hopefully, you know. I actually liked it. I actually <laughs> like when he squashed Roman Reigns. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I like it was a good match though. It, it was, yeah, people booed it, but uh, I enjoyed it. I was like, because you nobody you know expect that to happen. They think oh, Brock was gonna win storyline ending. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But then Brock came out. You know, six F fives later. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Take so. that crowd. <laughs> Your hopes and dreams are gone. Accept it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dean Ambrose is leaving. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you have all these people. And then, you, like, you know, Ty Gellinger just left. Um, and then you have all these other um, wrestlers, mid-card wrestlers, that just, they don't know how to book. Yeah, like Febreze, I call them. Yeah. And Fandango and Breeze. Yeah, yeah, I call yeah, them yeah. Febreze. <laughs> That's a better name, I thought. Yeah. Fandango, Tyler Breeze, yeah. Fabrice. So, Black showing up there and establishing himself there mm -hmm. as a top dog, you know. He's a big guy, too. Oh, yeah. And he's fast, and he can move. I would love to see him actually, like, his first feud, I would like to see him against Drew McIntyre. Yeah, yeah. That would be good. You know it would be perfect with him? Mm. Just because of the, the background? Mm. Sonya Deville. Both kickboxers. That would be a good angle. Yeah. Well, it depends too if they if they will uh, split up. No, no, I mean just as you know, as like a, a, a the manager and 
you know, they're ah, at each gotcha, other. Gotcha, gotcha. Like they might be a like a faction with two girls and a guy, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her Rose and Alistair Black. Yeah. And Deville. Mm-hmm. Just like the aggressive mar- MMA guys, martial arts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that that'll be interesting. And then another interesting news is that okay, since everybody knows that uh, Rousey's leaving after WrestleMania and coming back. Coming back, but for now she's like stepping away after the limelight after uh, her WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, they were um, someone leaked this out from WWE saying that they already picked who's gonna be her replacement. You want to take a wild guess, or do you want me to tell you? It can be Shayna Baszler, or but most likely it's the one that does a catwalk all the time. Lacey Evans. Yeah. Yes. So who is it? Yeah, it's Lacey Evans. Yeah. So apparently she they're going to try to make her feud with Asuka. Mm-hmm. And but Asuka's in SmackDown. They're going to try to make her feud with her. Mm-hmm. She's kind of green. You know? She's really green. No, she's kind of. I mean, she's, she's awesome. She's phenomenal. But, no, no, no. She can wrestle. She, she's really but I think when she gets nervous, it, that's when stuff messes up because she hasn't got that. Royal Rumble when she tried to do the... The kick-up? The kick-up and she mm-hmm. couldn't do it. Yeah, I think she was just nervous. Yeah. But I seen her wrestle in NXT. She could wrestle, right? It, you know, but you know, Royal Rumble crowd versus NXT crowd. That's true. That's yeah, it's like a couple of what tens of thousands more. <laughs> yeah, almost a hundred thousand. Yeah, it, I can see how she got nervous. Yeah, but she needs to get over that butterfly. You know, she just as soon as the kinks all work out, she's most likely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's same goes for like the other ones, like Mandy Rose. Eventually, she came out good. Yeah. And, she, and then the other one to the Riot Squad yeah man they they improved a lot oh yeah they so, they, they did they um, even saved a couple of people's head injuries yeah they did yeah Alicia Fox mm-hmm. no Sasha Banks it was yeah, Sasha Banks she flipped over and they caught her in yeah. time mm-hmm. and then they threw her back on the barricade but, but still that was a safe catch that was a, yeah those three like yeah. you know like, like those three right there are, are saving um, the tag team division the women's on Raw Mm-hmm. You know. Well, no, because right now it's really between Sasha and Bailey. Yeah, those two have been pretty much tag teams, impromptu for yeah. the longest mm-hmm. time. Yeah, and they wrestle each other the longest time. Yeah, they have a better story than the other tag teams. That's true. They have a, a they have history, lineage, yeah, and history, and they're part of the Four Horsewomen. Yeah, I think that's they are the perfect tag team champions right now. No, 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 no. I, I totally agree with you. So on if, that. if they lose it, they can do the chase again. Yeah. That one, yeah, yeah. Be, yeah, people will watch the chase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but um, uh, it's rumored too that their first opponent is going to be Nia Jackson Tamina. I'm fine with it. All right. Big, you know, the heel heat. But now the, the crowd boos uh, Nia Jackson to, and Tamina so much, it makes sense for mm-hmm. the baby faces to go against that. Right. It'd be better if, uh, I don't know if they should drop it at WrestleMania. It's better if they drop it down the line. Maybe Say SummerSlam. Give it some time. Maybe prior and then mm-hmm. hopefully chase it. Or, or like, like TLC uh, or back, you know, something like the other in between B shows. No, for me, I would just say, you know, let them have it, let them lose to the SmackDown, let them, I would say, let them lose at Survivor Series, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, maybe you know, make one of the best women's tag team ever, uh-huh. make it between them and like the Iconics or the Wire Squads or something like that, yeah, because remember, th- this belt is for both brands, yeah, yeah, so I wouldn't mind seeing them to lose to somebody on SmackDown. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. Yeah, but like not soon. I mean, like later down on the road. 
Yeah, that's fine. It's, yeah. You can be anybody. You can be Oscar or somebody. Yeah. You can be Oscar and Kyrie Sang. Yeah. One day. <laughs> or or Kyrie, Kyrie Sang and Io Shirai. Like I said, one day. <laughs> Female kind of tie faction. Yeah. The whole other belts versus a four horse woman. We need to find the fourth Japanese. Funaki. <laughs> he comes back as a manager. Man. Indeed. <laughs> That's good. Um, any other news that you heard from. Uh... Oh, there's a lot of news. Most entertainment regards in wrestling. Oh, stuff okay. like that. Like well, supposedly The Rock was spotted at Atlanta, Georgia for Monday Night Raw. But he was there promoting, you know, wrestling with my family. Ah, okay. With the page yeah. story. So that one, yeah, he might be at Raw, supposedly, this, this Monday or something. Oh, okay. But the other one is, you, you know about Netflix? Mm, no. Make, making a movie? I heard about that. Of Hulk Hogan? Yeah. And you know who's Hulk Hogan, supposedly? Thor. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. I don't know anything he did besides Thor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you think on that? Wait, but guess who's um part of the producers? No. Eric Bischoff. Interesting. Yeah. It just caught my attention again. Because Bischoff would spin it real good. And he's good. Booker. Look what he did with NWO. I mean, he's... Yeah. And the best part when TNA, when he was there, mm-hmm. was the last... In the part where he added the 30 minutes of the storyline. Yeah. At the end. That his, um... It's like like cops. Yeah. Like realistic uh, video camera. I, oh they, yeah, they, I like that. They need yeah. to bring that back somehow. Yeah. Cause yeah. I I guess it ends with Hulkamania. <laughs> him being Andre the Giant or him losing it to being somebody for it and uh-huh. leaving to WCW maybe. Maybe who knows? But it's it's not gonna go after too far because you know the further down you go with Hulk's storyline, it's more controversy. It is. Dark, yeah. Because uh, after that, it's the I don't want to drop the belt to Bret Hart stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. He was just being. Um, yeah. I hate to say it, but he was being a pompous ass. Pretty much. Yeah. And then he like, I'll come back to WWE, and then went WCW stuff. Yeah. I I think I think I ended probably at like, you know, WrestleMania five or something. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Like, or when Mega Powers are together. I guess Macho Man. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. But they said it was originally going to be all his originally, his AWA days first. Then uh-huh. he got, how he got to WWE. Oh, okay. So he might end at, you know, WrestleMania 3. Uh, are they going to do his uh, little stint, his stint in Japan as well? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, no, that's only a one-time deal with WWF and Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. That was it. But after that, nothing else. Mm, okay. What do you think of it? Eh. That's all I have to say. Just eh. You were never a Hulkamaniac? No. I mean, I mean, kid. No. I liked, um... Macho more? I liked Macho. I liked Savage more. Flair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. The heels. The heels were better. The heels were better back then. I don't know. Because for me, it was... I liked Hulk when I was a kid, but it was really a Ricky the Dragon steamboat. Oh, yeah. And he was never pushed to that echelon. But, he, well, he was champion. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that, that's good. Um, and Ravishing Rick Rue was my favorite, to be oh, honest. Oh, yeah. It's just, <laughs> just that, you know, uh, Mr. Perfect mm-hmm. and the Heart Foundation. 
Yeah. Speaking of which, I, I rewatched one of his best match ever that a lot of people forgot about. Who's? Starcade, Ravishing Group. Oh, yeah? It was a tag team match. See, back then, tag team was promoted. Starcade had tag team extravaganza. It was like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like every. It was all tag teams. And the final match was was Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Steve Austin at the time. Steve right. Williams. Yeah. He's healed with Ravishing Group uh-huh. versus Sting. And I forgot his name. Uh, Dusty Rhodes? Was it? Dustin Reynolds? Somebody. But it was it was Sting. Hmm. It was like, wow. It's like all these legends at once. It's like, a, I thought it was Sting and who? Was it, was it Flair? Could be. Yeah, but still. It was a good match. Ravager Roots stole the show. Oh, I bet, yeah. He sold everything. Of course. Of course. Yeah. And then, um, okay, well, uh, moving along from uh, WWE to Impact, uh, you saw what happened with the Lucha Brothers, right? In the Impact? Well, a while back ago, with the injury? No, 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 no. Uh, this past week, um, they were going against um, LAX, and mm-hmm. then they took off their masks mm-hmm. on live television. I'm okay with that. And there's rumor that, um, I don't know if this is true or not. Technically, you can wrestle those two different people. <laughs> no, but the thing was, um, I think the camera. It said that the camera all got a good glimpse. Mm-hmm. I think of Ray Phoenix and um, Pentagon Junior. Faces, but they had to blur it out. They had to like snip that out. Well, that's fine. But is, is there a reason why they took the mask off? Um, no, they were in the middle of a feud, mm-hmm. and then they were attacked, mm-hmm. and then they just. Oh, okay. so it's part of storyline, but the, but um, it's, it's kind of like what Ray, you know, having Ray Mysterio, somebody snatch his mask off and he had to cover his face. Yep, like that. Okay, that was storyline angle. Yeah, but the, thing, but the thing was, um, there was kind of heat in backstage heat after that because mm-hmm. it wasn't originally. I heard that it wasn't supposed to be like that. Yeah. So they were supposed to get beaten down. And that was it. Mm-hmm. it. Had nothing to do with the masks. So. So you think it was a shoot? Uh, or like going business, you know, going going, going into business, business for themselves. themselves yeah. yeah, impact, big yeah. move. They did that. Yeah, because they're going to AW. Yeah, or is a work shoot? Hmm. Who knows? It's so real. You know, you can't tell between reality and fiction. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if it's true, it is a dick move. Yeah, you don't know if it is true or not, but yeah. Well, I mean, also the question: Are they planning to stay with Impact and do AW alongside? Don't know, maybe because they're, they're all friends with each other, to be of honest course. There. Yeah, like so. Don Callis is mm-hmm. pretty much friends with everybody in AEW. Yeah, he's friends with Jericho, Omega, Cody ever since the New Japan days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I gotta watch it to make sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't see it. I, that should have been big news. Yeah, so moving on from Impact all the way over to New Japan, uh, this past weekend. Excuse me. Uh, a legendary wrestler in the New Japan stable uh, just recently had his retirement match, and that was Takashi Izuka, uh, better known as Silverfingers. Um, he was a heel his entire career in New Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrestled for about a good twenty plus years. Yeah. And even up until the end, like you can even look this on YouTube on the New Japan channel, where. Um, 
they were trying to turn him into a baby face to retire his baby face and he stayed kayfabe for the entire thing mm-hmm. like he, he like retired as a heel stayed as a heel and everything okay and um everybody from suzuki gun because he's part of suzuki gun yeah the entire suzuki gun stable came out and just gave him props mm-hmm. you know because he stayed in character he stayed in kayfabe like all the way to the end well yeah yeah you know, he's going to finish her job, finish it completely, right? Right. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Still so, be remembered as a good heel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, one, like um, one of his gimmicks with the heel, as him being a heel uh, for Takashi, uh, was he had these, like, you know, like silver fingers, like mm-hmm. metal fingers. So he would just put them on, and it's like a metal hand. Mm-hmm. And he would have done the same thing like... Uh, uh, Mankind did, you know, with Sako. Yeah. But with just a, with with the middle hand, just like putting it in your mouth and like that. The mambo claw. Yeah. Um, and also, he would always tend to like quote unquote bite you in the head, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he was like this. He was portraying himself like this animal beast and everything. Um, I've seen I've seen a lot of his matches. Great matches. Um, uh, all I have to say to the man is uh, congratulations on your retirement. Well deserved. You put a lot in the ring. You were one of the greatest heels that that company had, and you were in one of the greatest uh, stable uh, heel stables with, uh, with Suzuki Gun. Um, even uh, Okada even said that even though if he was going to retire as a, as a heel or a babyface, I have respect for him. Yeah, because yeah. you know he's been doing it for a long time. I really don't watch. <laughs> I I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Kind of stop. I I I, I stop watching that in general. But I mean, kudos. Yeah. Hey, some people, you know, it's the best things their life. Mm-hmm. El Santo buried with the mask. Oh yeah, yeah. El Santo's uh, sad though with El Santo. Just yeah. a week after, showed his face to the world and then. Yeah, yeah. Or Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. The speech on Raw, and then the next day he died. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> yeah. All this yeah. stuff. So, anywho. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, anywho. Um, before we go, <laughs> are you going to watch Paige's movie? If it's free? Or watch should I wait? Theaters. Mm. It's a WWE production, right? No, it's a rock production. Yeah, the rock's putting in this money. He's, I think, the producer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a big wrestling fan. I'm also a big um, Shaun of the Dead fan. Yeah. Yeah, he plays the father. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch it mm-hmm. when I have time or when Netflix or there's nothing else to watch in theaters. Right. Because there's nothing else on right now. Until really. next month. Yeah. But then, uh, you know. I got a whole month left. <laughs> well, I had, to, I had to wait and see if I had the movie go to the theaters. It's right. too cold right now. No, of course. It's the worst time to go to movies, to be honest. This is like the worst time to release a movie. <laughs> cold of winter. No, cold of spring. My bad. As yeah. I were. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, me, on the other hand, um, I may go watch it. Maybe later down the road, like you said. You know? Mm-hmm. When I have time. Um, is it Oscar contendership, do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I gotta yeah, watch it. You'd see. be surprised, yeah. Yeah, it would be funny if it was like, hey, The Rock actually got nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Oh my god. Yeah. They're comparing to his Deadpool Society. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, Shinder's speaking of which, before we go, um, wrestling movie. What would you consider to be the best wrestling movie that you've seen? Man, No Holds Bar is the best wrestling movie. It's the only wrestling movie. Really? Yes. I mean, movies with wrestlers? Like movie, yeah. Like I, I say No Holds Bar, or, Ready to or, Rumble, and or like or or like kind of like that type of like kind of like 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 you know with wrestling with my family, kind of like that type of style of, of wrestling. Oh, okay, documentary. Okay, yeah. No Holds Bar, Ready to Rumble, Beyond the Mat. Mm. That's pretty much it for me. Really? I have more, but they're all documentaries. Mm. Okay. Like the Women of Wrestling one, the the, oh, yeah. the, the uh, Glow. The Glow one, yeah. Glow documentary. Uh -huh. And then this the series in Mexico with the Familia Luchadores. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah that Stuff one. like that, yeah. yeah. That one was really good. Um, okay. Yeah. What about the wrestler? With um... that, He wasn't a wrestler. He, It was about wrestling. Though. Yeah. That was more like a, a good movie. Rather than, because it could be anything, he was just a good acting, good writing. Right. It could have been one about circus clowns, and if it, it was portrayed and done the same way, uh -huh. like these guys are ex, you know, it's trapeze artists. Right, right, right. You know, he, he goes in where does shows, kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. It will still work out. <laughs> <laughs> but he picked the wrestler and wrestling. He had a lot of cameos. I can tell you that. Uh huh. That, that, I don't think that's a wrestling movie. I think that's more of a Best Picture nomination movie, regardless right. of what uh -huh. it's about, because it was done so well. Yeah, he was nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like uh you know, Rocky is not a boxing movie. Yeah, but it's more of an inspirational movie, mm -hmm. even though it is about a boxer. Yeah. So the wrestler was the same way. Mm. It's like ah, oh, sad okay. life. Yeah. yeah. Like empathy, like empathy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Or apathy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so I don't consider that as a wrestling movie. Oh, okay, then. Alright. It but, touches you, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Um, me, on the other hand, uh, yeah, I agree with all the documentaries and stuff like that. There's a lot of mm -hmm. good documentaries out there. Some are better than others. Mm -hmm. Others that should have been good, um, but ended up being disappointing. Which one? Um, I think the first time when they tried to do the Bret Hart documentary. Which one? The... The first one, just one Bret Hart alone about his career and everything like that. Okay. That that I thought that could have been better. It did got better when they did the Bret Hart Shawn Michaels feud thing when mm -hmm. they just focused around that. Oh, I mean, Greatest Rivals. Yeah. Uh, WWE uh, Greatest Rivals. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like I thought that was a better than the actual Bret Hart one because you actually. Okay. Seen, you know, it's kind of like that. Also, also, I was thinking of the A and, a and E specials they had oh, on okay. the Great Wrestlers. Yeah. Like Bret Hart wrestling with shadows, mm -hmm. that was pretty good. Yeah, Andre the Giant was pretty good. Oh, the Andre one was great. And the HBO, the new one, HBO Andre the Giant was pretty good too. Oh, that one, that one was good. Yeah, that one was good. They got that one scene with Vince McMahon's like holding back, like is, is he gonna cry? No, he didn't. <laughs> but he was like that. Tried really hard. hard not. Yeah, it was like you feel for it. It was like oh man, Vince, don't do it, don't cry, man. Like it was like yeah, and he didn't. It was like yeah. they could see it in his eyes that he wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Holding back his tears, kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, that was a good documentary. Yeah, yeah. that was good. That was good. That was yeah, good. yeah, that's wrestling movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, without further ado, that was this week for Russia Shoots. Um, you know, on behalf of Omega Kai, my name is Captain Katz. Thank you for tuning in. And then next week, uh, we'll see if we can get any more crazy news coming out from the world of wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Fast lane. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Well, there's no predictions to, for it. I know, but still, yeah, to remind me. It, it better be better than last year's. It's called, just in case we messed up before WrestleMania, Fastlane. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. All right, then, until then, you guys have a great week, and keep on watching wrestling. Take keep care. Keep on trucking. This is Captain Katz and Omega Guy. All right, and welcome to the show. Just to let you guys know that uh, the Night Rider and Chewie are not here. They are both sick, so we wish them well, and I hope they have a speedy recovery. That's Chewie, C H E W I E. C H U Y. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the other Chewie. <laughs> okay. Right. That's our word. Mm hmm. So, we <laughs> uh, wish them a speedy recovery, and until then, let's start the show. So, we're talking about gaming, because there's a lot of news that have been happening this week for uh, gaming. Uh, what do we have to talk about this week? Well, let's start off with the big news first. Mm -hmm. The iconic Phil Zane. Reggie Phil Zane from Nintendo. Stepping mm -hmm. down. Yeah. I'm really not a fan of him, so I don't have... Really? I, was, I never liked him. Okay, okay. What, 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 uh, what turned you off from him? Pitchman. Really? You know how he's like, all talk, but... Salary man, businessman. No, it seemed like he's probably a great guy in person, but right. He was more to me. It's it's like he was a great speaker, mm -hmm. and he, and the audience you know speak well with. Right. Of course, right. he spoke he spoke well with, with the audience. Right. But I saw no substance. Nothing produced from Nintendo. I ever liked. The last thing I bought from Nintendo was a GameCube, and a Wii. Right. But only for like one or two games. But it never like made me full fed you know full fledged fanboy like I was in eighties. Ah, uh, okay. I wanted for them to convince me so much to go back, but it never happened. Ah. Uh, and and Phil Zane was more like that guy. He's all great talker, but I don't see anything anything good that came out of it. Okay. I mean, the product Wii U, wise, the yeah. Switch. Yeah, all of it. The many just, renditions of the Game Boy. All of that. It's it's like the the content exclusivity is gone. Uh, nothing but you know, nothing but Nintendo stuff. Right. And I can't just live off Nintendo stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, you you know the old saying: the only the only company that knows how to work with Nintendo hardware is Nintendo and Microsoft. Sells. Yeah. Now it is. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Let's no. uh, switch to that. Then oh, Microsoft and Nintendo forming forming a partnership somehow. Yeah. And then there's a rumor too that I heard that they might have xbox they'll have microsoft um crossplay not crossplay uh the xbox one accounts yeah you can sync it with the switch now yeah mm -hmm. so what do you think of that great nintendo's thinking outside the box for once they realize we, we have a console and a content from you know productivity mm -hmm. i mean you you should admit their um their hardware is not that great compared to that of xbox or ps4 uh-huh but they're fun. You will buy them regardless. Of course. And sorry about that, folks. Am I nuts or does everything look better on an iPhone? Both. And with our last one. What the hell is this? Okay. Back from our commercial break. All right, so. Background noise. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's always been 
one of Nintendo's, I think, weak points. Their hardware. Mm-hmm. It it can it was never on par with the competition. I think yeah. the last system that was on par with the competition. N sixty four. I would no. I would say more the GameCube. The GameCube was kind of below the Xbox, definitely, mm. and also the PS two. Really? Yeah. I I. I yeah. It was, it was a. It wasn't that great of a graphics jumper. Hmm. It, it didn't catch my eyes. Graphics. Xbox had the graphics that year. Uh-huh. And the PS2 definitely had a library. Oh. Yeah. Backward compatibility, mm-hmm. and then a little, little micro enhancement, and plus the Blu-ray player. Oh yeah. The GameCube. No, it was size two games I can think of. That you know exclusively series that is better, mm-hmm. which is the you know the Resident Evil the oh, Zero yeah. series, mm-hmm. and also like the Smash Brothers. Yeah. After that, it's like nothing really. Uh, Double Dash was really fun on there. Yeah, and Zelda was disappointing for me. I, I didn't like the cartoony look. Oh, you didn't. The Wind Waker. Like yeah. Or Wind Whacker, I call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, definitely. GameCube was not that. It was not on par with the other two. Uh. N sixty four was it surpassed them. I thought. Uh okay. Surpassed the the PlayStation. Because it, it was thirty two bit era, and N sixty four was was sixty four bits. Right. So, yeah, so I think it surpassed it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Also, the loading time was way better. It was a cartridge. Uh, yeah. 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 That one. So, yeah. N64? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Especially too when we played StarCraft on there. Yeah. It was a pain in the butt, though, but, you know. But the most successful, besides that, besides the regular Nintendo, it was the, the Wii. The regular Wii. Mm-hmm. The first one. It yeah. was, you know, high demand. Mm-hmm. Sold out everywhere. Took me a year and a half to get one, because it was... Hard to get. I had to wait for like two Christmas <laughs> to hit to go down in price. Yep. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> back, yeah. <laughs> to, back to Xbox and Nintendo working yeah. together. Mm-hmm. So what do you think of it? I think it's a smart move. You know the old saying, the enemy of my enemy. True, but Sony is not the enemy of Nintendo. But for Microsoft, there is. Mic- to be honest, Microsoft is friends with everybody and enemies with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> So. It's like well, let's get ahead. We use you. Okay, we could trample you too, but you know, right you now I need you. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. Um, no, and especially too. Um, I think I think it's good because I think it's it's gonna hurt Sony mm-hmm. because they're still being uh, thick-headed about crossplay because right now there's only two games on PlayStation. That is only cross-play compatible, mm-hmm. and that's Fortnite and Rocket League. Yeah. Right now, on the Switch, uh, Smite uh, just barely released. Mm-hmm. It, it got out. It, it got out of its alpha and beta stages for the Switch, and it's already out available. And uh, I play Smite. I like Smite. It's a great game. It's a fun game. So uh, is, on, is it on both systems? Cross-play. And also PC. What uh, High Res Studio and Titan Forge did was, if you sync up your account, mm-hmm. you can share your account within your PC account of Smite, your Xbox One account of Smite, and your Switch account on Smite. They're waiting for Sony to just like, okay, look, 
our game right here, it's doing a little triangle. We needed to make it a square. We need you to join in the party. You know, they're just yeah. waiting for Sony to like, oh, okay, fine, here. Pretty much. Yeah, and a lot and a lot of people too are um, a lot, like a lot of a lot of people on on the PlayStation community. They don't mind if Smite goes play with other consoles or the PC community and stuff like that. Um, I think it would be great. Um, and especially too, like uh, I've seen a couple of um, Smite players that I follow and watch. Um, shout out to Duke Sloth, who I watch. Uh, I love his content. Um, he did a video about uh, experiencing Smite doing crossplay on the mm -hmm. Switch. Not bad. He, uh, it runs smooth. The controls are there. Um, they play well with each other. Hmm? Yeah, they go. They, yeah, they go well. It, it's like for if it was for me to mm -hmm. jump from the PlayStation to a Switch and pick up Smite and play it, it, it's easy because I can set it up how the way I played it on on the, on my PS4. Okay. If it was a PC player, mm -hmm. go who's never had, who never played on the console and went to the Switch. Or Xbox or or PlayStation Four. Oh, excuse me. It uh, easy pick. Take, up. It'll take some time to get used to the controls. Okay. But then once they pick it up or set it up to the way how they would play it on PC or buy the mouse and keyboard for the Xbox or the Switch. You know, you can do that. Yeah. Uh, no, for the for the Switch, there's no mouse or keyboard uh, yeah. compatibility. Yeah. 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 I think somebody find a way. Um, Xbox, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, PlayStation, yes. Um, for the Switch, no. So, but like you, like how you said, yet, yet. So, um, so yeah. So we just gotta wait on that. Um, but on all, um, we just gotta wait and see if Sony will buckle down and just like, okay, fine. Well, it's good news for for gaming fans, regardless. Oh yeah. I mean, if it's going that route, pretty much is like. Being back in the days, everybody had a Sega Genesis and you got some Nintendo. And you want to play each other's game, you got to go to each other's house or something like that. Yeah. Or both you get the same console and share games. Mm-hmm. It's like, we or, have to convince your buddy to get that system. Yeah. Or just like, you know, like do like a weekend retreat to yeah. either or's house, spend the weekend over there and just bring your yeah. system over. And yeah, just so like, much. Yeah. yeah. Or do a South Park where we have a, a community meeting. <laughs> you know, or out war, faction wars and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Princess Kenny. That's the best episode. <laughs> best trilogy ever. <laughs> no, but still, though, okay, like, uh, it's great, but it's Nintendo. They're, they have a cult following. Yeah. And it's really just adding a library to Xbox. Mm -hmm. I think in the future, they could just, Nintendo will always do a console and put stuff on Xbox. Because they make money both ways. Yeah. Because people will still will buy Nintendo stuff exclusively just because they're fanboys. Yeah. And just crossplay, you know. Yeah, and then what we did, and what we did reported a couple weeks back, um, not only on the blog site but on here, that the uh, new president of Japan, of Nintendo Japan, um, was quoted to say at a uh, inventory, uh, not, uh, investors meeting, mm -hmm. that it could be a possibility that Nintendo can move on from making consoles and just focus on software. Yeah. So would you believe this would be the first step to, towards that goal? I don't, I don't think it's a first step per se because I'm, I'm assuming it's still going to do consoles. Mm, okay. But it might be a first step that they might release their content 
elsewhere because the first step really was the mobile. Right, right. When they did mobile. Uh, they might just do the, you know, maybe like release on their console first, mm-hmm. then down the line put on Xbox mm-hmm. as for crossplay. That way they, you know, they could make money off the, you know, Xbox users. Yeah. I, I see that happening. Uh. Where, you know, then there's always going to be stuff that is, is, you know, is exclusively Nintendo. Mm-hmm. That, that, that way Xbox can't get everything Nintendo has. Right. They might be like, uh, could you play Zelda? No, obviously not. Right. But you could play games that they both share. Of course, yeah. yeah or like content exclusive stuff that wouldn't really work out. Nah, okay, yeah. Okay. So, man, yeah, that does, that does seem like a pretty good idea. But I mean, okay, well, when I said the you could play Nintendo on Xbox, I was thinking more of the, the emulators. Since oh. The def- yeah, because Xbox allowed people to have a development mode. Mm-hmm. And you actually could get like, emulators working on the Xbox One. Uh-huh. And there's one called the Dolphin, which is pretty much all, all Nintendo stuff. Right. I've heard of Dolphin. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's an emulator. And it's made by uh, the company, uh, a group of website designers, I think. Uh, they call the, the, the Retro Arc. Uh-huh. And you can play a lot of games from there. You can play a lot of PlayStation games, Dreamcast games, and Nintendo games. Right. Right on the Xbox One. And it's just, it's free, pretty much. The emulation's free. Hmm. As long as you have the game, you can play it. So, in, in a way, Xbox already have that library. Gotcha. And they're not doing anything about it. It's like, hey, go for it. Mm-hmm. So, that's perfect. Yeah. Just gotta wait for Sony. Yeah, like, yeah, Sony. They have a developer mode. Uh, they yeah. should. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I think one of the biggest things about Sony, the be- the best thing about Sony is also their worst, is um, exclusivity. Not not exclusivity is exclusivity. Um, yeah. their um, software content. Because I've heard I've heard since the PS3 and now mm-hmm. that it's extremely difficult to program. program yeah. You know and. Um, and and I, I can believe that I can believe that, um, I, you know they they, they want to do what's best for for not only the, for themselves but their for for their content and, mm-hmm. and for their fan base but that also too, they tend to just like isolate themselves from that. True, yeah, it's true. But you know recently I heard that PS Five, might do all the way to backward compatibility up to PS One games. Oh, it better because I have, I have a butt little library. <laughs> yeah, so. Mm. Going back to the classic of give them everything, just yeah, overcharge it. Yeah, you know, I'm willing to pay the extra twenty bucks if I can play all my games. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. Yeah, because why? Why sell it? Get rid of it? You have a library of all these play as one, you know, PS One games. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. Of course, yeah. Or ha- or at least have a virtual library, kind of what Xbox does. Yeah, no, they haven't been really good on that either. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine you could just download all your PS One games. Uh, yeah. You had to just put the you know the UPC code and like okay I have it as a backup here I can download and play right there on the server. You know. Dude, that's like a bookshelf or two of mine. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of trying to put a disc in there all the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. just tell them yeah here here's my code. Mm. You know I have the product I just want I need the software backup just yeah. download it. You know. That'd be smart. Okay. Would be <laughs> just need like like a, what, a five terabyte. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else in the news for gaming? Uh, well, let me see. What well, Anthem? Because you told me something about Anthem. Yeah, uh, Anthem. Um, 
uh, a lot of reviews have been coming out from Anthem and not been very good. It's like a hit and a miss game, mostly a miss. Um, I've been seeing a, like the lowest it's gotten for reviews, like one out of ten. Like mm -hmm. the lowest I've seen was like a four. That's uh, maybe one done type game. A force is what it is. Yeah. Pick it up once and that's it. Yeah. Not, no, no hard feelings if you don't pass it. <laughs> type. Yeah, but but the thing is though is that uh, the company that's making the game, mm -hmm. um, this could be their swan song game. Really? Bioware. Yeah. But they did the Knights of the Old Republic. I thought that'd be their swan song to be honest. <laughs> no, that's the game that saved it for them. I know, and after that, it was pretty much down, downhill. Well, not necessarily. Jade Empire was okay, yeah. but Knights of the Old Republic was, I thought, because I, I don't think of anything besides that when I hear the word bio. Mass but, Effect? The first two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but still, Knights of the Old Republic. Right. Longevity play. Mm -hmm. uh, doing a new Mass Effect? Rumor is that they may or may not do Mass Effect, but it depends on the success of Anthem. Yeah. Nah. So far, I read out, I mean, you said the lowest was four. Yeah. I've seen the highest was six. Yeah. Yeah. That explains that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can say. Yeah, because a lot of people, I've seen that a lot of people are just saying, okay, they're trying to do so much, but mm -hmm. yet they don't know how to do it at the same time it's kind of weird because if they came out after Fortnite and Fortnite kind of set a trend yeah how you could just well, I set up, it was PUBG yeah. that set that up and then Fortnite just took the took the banner and just ran with it yeah and a lot of people are pretty much copying it let's just yeah. it but Fortnite has that do and go thing yeah which is fantastic I just watch it I don't even have to play it it's yeah. entertaining to watch also and it's funny too because it was Fortnite was that was not the original idea for Fortnite actually. Yeah, what was it? Oh, get this. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be a three D tower defense game. <laughs> kind of like Plants vs Zombies. Kind of like more no, kind of like um, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Yeah, this which is like Plants vs Zombies. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but, you, but it was gonna be just, it was gonna be like that, and you were gonna go against hordes and waves and waves of, of yeah, okay. zombies and stuff like that, and the undead. That was the original game that was supposed to be. Didn't it sell PUBG? Yeah, and then they're just like, scrape it. Yeah, smart. Yeah, but that's a great time to adjust. Oh yeah, no, I heard I heard that the original game was, I think, eighty percent done. And they decided to go that route. The last, yeah, and then so they're like, scratch the last twenty, and then just make it that type of game. Yeah, like a third-person shooter. Bill as you go. Yeah. Yeah. That should. You know, it's funny. When I, first time I saw that game, it reminds me of hmm. Blinks on the Xbox, the Time Cat. Wow! Yeah. And you could re rebuild and you know go backwards. Hmm. I'm like, hey, is this Blinks? But on every console, there's <laughs> Blinks Shooter. Who would have thought that would work? Oh, man. That's old. Yeah. Ten years ago, I think. 2000? Yeah. yeah. Wow. 2001. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just watching. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, what do you think of Bioware? Is this the end for Bioware? Or? Nah. I think I get buyout. <laughs> That's something. <laughs> By who? 
Yeah. I was about to say Activision. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> well, you know, you, you might as well, you have two or three mistakes already. You might as well make a third one. See what happens. <laughs> hey, you're going to go downhill. Drag it, but you can with you. <laughs> Boondocks, the crab. Oh, man. Yeah. Don't let that crab escape that bucket. Yeah. Jeez. Okay, and also though, um, let's let's talk about the new Xbox showcasing this year's E3. You hear any rumors about that? No, I have not. Um, what have you heard so far? Pretty much, they're gonna they can blow out of the water, and they might not do a X and an Xbox, or they might do like a Xbox X point five or something. Oh, okay. How they do? You know, um, I think they're going in route with the PC, like yearly up, updates. Uh, and then by the time the PS Five, five comes out, they like and the Xbox like here, here we here's what we got. We got them beat. Yeah. It was <laughs> like they, oh yeah. it's like oh it got this and this and this and like ah okay. Here, boom, mm-hmm. here's like a box. Here like a hundred bucks. You can add that onto your Xbox yeah, and yeah, so, you got PS five. Yeah. Something like that. It's, yeah. Well how the you know the PC tower every year you update your cards and stuff like that. Every couple of years, yeah. Like yeah. Like Nvidia and all that. Yeah. I think Xbox going that route where they're treating the console like a, a PC. A tower. Where, um, yeah. yeah, they do yearly up every two years. There's an update. Yeah, because one came out, Xbox One came out, and then it was the S. Yeah, and then the X. Yeah. Now they might do another one, mm-hmm. and then finally the next box. Yeah, I think that's a, um, yeah. Personally, me from IT point of view, yeah, I think I think that's a smart move. Yeah, a very smart move. If you have the old console, you can still play the new games. Mm-hmm. It just won't be as great as the new ones. Yeah, of course. Which makes sense. No, yeah. And also too, if you want to play an old game, all you yeah. gotta do is just switch hardware. No, you wouldn't even have to. Oh. Yeah, I think the Xbox, um, they're just building a library. They're just working uh, on a library. Okay, so it would be one universal motherboard. Pretty much. Okay. Well, universal library. Yeah. And as long as they own the rights to it, they'll put it in the library. Okay. Because they can't get like Capcom. Yeah. 40th edition, even though they got the Capcom 30th edition, <laughs> and you know anniversary collection kind yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate those, man. They're the same game, really. <laughs> yeah. Every 10 years. It's like, uh, anniversary yeah. edition. The 50th anniversary edition. But this What's is so special sh- about the last two? This is the 30th plus the 40th together. <laughs> and one more game on top of it. Yes. Yeah. This time with Rainbow Edition Street Fighter. <laughs> Akuma gets a different colored jersey or something. <laughs> he wears a jersey. <laughs> Dan's in it. <laughs> you see Dan in 16-bit glory. <laughs> like, what? Why would you downgrade him, huh? Comedy. <laughs> yeah. So like we're never going to let that go. Yeah, that type. Yeah. So anything about the PS5? Any news? Nothing that I know of yet, but I did hear um, through the grapevine that um, uh, that that uh, CD Project Red mm-hmm. may have a release date for Cyberpunk 2077 at E3 mm-hmm. at the Microsoft Showcase. It's not official or anything mm-hmm. like that. I've, uh, I've heard rumors about, about it, but I wouldn't be surprised because when uh, when they did The Witcher 3, they announced, they had a little teaser trailer for PAX East before E3. Mm-hmm. And then when E3 came around, then they just went all out crazy with uh, Witcher 3. Does the new Witcher 3 look like Superman? By chance? 
<laughs> no, I mean the the actor. Oh yeah, Mark. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Cavies. What was it? No, he doesn't look anything like. What's his name again? The guy who plays Superman. Oh boy, Henry Cavill. Yeah. Does he look like Henry Cavill? No. Good. Because <laughs> Henry Cavill does not look like The Witcher. No, he doesn't. Look. I thought they'll back. You know, they'll back. You know, no, backtrack and no. correct it. Like okay, they look like now. No, God, no, no. Speaking of which, I heard the rumors that Shang Tsung's back for MK11. Oh, really? And guess who's the actor? Tony Jaa. No, no, no. Hmm. The original Shang Tsung from more comic movie. Carrie. What? Takagawa. The young version. Oh, okay. They re they did a model of his when he was younger. Uh-huh. During his, uh, remember the showdown Little Tokyo days? Uh-huh. They did that version. Oh, nice. Yeah, with the long, you know, long hair, the Yakuza look. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They bring that back. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. Didn't go far back as the last emperor, but you know, <laughs> just enough where he was like badass. Mm. Yeah, Shang sounds back. Happy. Oh, well, just gotta wait and see for the next uh, combat cast. Next Thursday. Yes. And I then, didn't like this last week one. You didn't. The, it's with the mobile game unit. I don't oh. play mobile. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice to see the costume though. Yeah. Uh, at least this little you know teaser what's up and coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Yeah, so without further ado, all right then. We'll take a quick little break and then we'll be right back. After these messages. Are you having erectile dysfunction? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my friend Nightwork to explain his remedy. Lion King. He got nominated this year. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Ready? Sure, sure, okay. sure, sure, sure. Three, two, one. And we're back. Alright, so today uh, the Oscars are going to be on television and uh, Mega Kai and I, we're going to be doing our predictions of who will win. <laughs> so, Mega Kai, let's start. What do we got? Let's start from... You know, the supporting actors or actresses. Mm -hmm. And really, it's for the actress side, it's going to be with either Amy Adams for Vice, mm -hmm. Marina de Tavira for Roma, mm -hmm. Regina King, if Beale Street could talk, mm -hmm. Emma Stone, the favorite, mm -hmm. and Raquel, or Rochelle, Raquel Weiss from the favorite also. Okay. You got any pick for those? Um, let's do this. Let's do who we want to win, but who do you think will actually will win? That's hard. <laughs> because of who I want and who I think won't win. <laughs> I know, exactly. It's, it's mm. I really can't pick one, to be honest. It's, it's one of those where it's the supporting, mm -hmm. and none of them stick to my mind, but I do like Regina King. Yeah, I do too. Um... Uh, I actually did see last week mm -hmm. if Bill Street can talk. Um, really good movie. She did a phenomenal job in that movie. Yeah, I think she does deserve to win. Um, that's what I think she should win. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. It's I have nothing else really. Yeah. Well, well, Kelly Wise. Yeah, I, I, I can see it. Mm -hmm. I mean, because it was a good biopic, I guess, with Winston Churchill. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that might be it. And yeah. I do like Amy Adams too. Mm -hmm. Mainly because I like Talladega Nights. 
Mm. I know that's the dumbest reason to <laughs> Ricky Bobby, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um though the one actress from Mexico. She did a she did a great job in um, In Roma. In Roma. She did good. Um was it enough? It it, it was it was great. It was a great role that she did, mm-hmm. and she does deserve the nomination. But as in terms of winning it, yeah, because it seems like uh, Elizia, uh huh, it was so strongly hers. Yeah, and I don't think everybody else was supporting. Yeah, it, yeah, it didn't seem like it was contributing to her mm-hmm. being that high echelon as the main yeah, character. Yeah, so. yeah, it's just kind of weird. It's just the, the main yeah. actress was just too overpowering. The center stage, you know. Mm-hmm. So you don't think of much of anybody else being supporting. Of course, yeah. So, um, we all agree. Yeah, yeah. Regina. Yeah, I agree, Regina. Yeah. yeah, I like Regina King. Just okay. All right. So, what do we got next? Next will be the best supporting actor. Okay. First one is the Marshall Ali from the mm-hmm. Green Book. Mm-hmm. Man, he's good. Adam Driver, Black Klansman. Mm-hmm. Sam Elliott, A Star Is Born. Mm-hmm. Richard E. Grant. Can you ever forgive me? Mm-hmm. I, I, to be honest, I never heard that. <laughs> so that, and Sam Rockwell, you know, in Vice. All right. Oh, that is it's two picks in my head already, just because. Who? I already have two already. Ali and Rockwell. Adam Driver, I like too, but. Ali, I do have in my head, but not Rockwell. Not Rockwell. Really? Black Klansman. Adam Driver. Yeah, uh, he was good. He was really good. Kylo Ren. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. No, no, he's good. He's, he's like, he's floating second or third for me. Yeah. But it's really between Ali and Rockwell. Yeah. Um, Ali, I think I, I think Ali will win it because... Um, he won from, it last time? No, 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 no. From Golden Globes mm-hmm. all the way up to now, every other award show, film yeah. award show from like BAFTA... Um, I think uh, no, the Screen Actors, mm-hmm. he won them. Yeah. He, he, in the same in, in the same um, uh, category. For Best Supporting Actor? Yeah. He's right now like four for four. This is the fifth one. Okay. So, and a lot of people say, whoever wins the BAFTA and the Screen Actors is uh-huh. already a shoo-in. True. But here's the other thing in my head. It's, I didn't realize he was a supporting actor. I never thought he was the main actor. Yeah. And Vigo was the supporting actor. Turns out it was the other way around, uh, which yeah. surprised the hell out of me. I was like, wait a minute. Both good actors, though, but still. I thought it was more about, you know, Ali's. Yeah. The pianist. Uh-huh. I thought he was the main character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out it was the, the driver. Yeah. It was a like reverse for Driving Miss Daisy, I thought. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Uh, so. Still, yeah. But Sam, you, you think Sam Rockwell not going to take it as Bush? He, no. He did a good job as Bush. He did good. He, he did good. He, it, was, it was convincing. It was good. But when I saw Vice, it was I. Uh, it, it was Cheney. It was all Cheney. Yeah, but Sam just did a great job. He's he's always going to be, you know, engulfing his character. Yeah. But I believe he was President Bush. I didn't realize that was Sam Rockwell, somebody pointed it out. Wow. But I, I knew that right away who Vice was. I mean, who, mm-hmm. who Cheney was. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's Batman. Everyone knows what yeah, Batman yeah, looks yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Bale. Yeah. Okay, so we, we kind of agree to Ali. Yeah. It's in the front runner. Uh-huh. And you, you and your secondary is Driver. Yes. Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. I like him too, so. Yeah. He's a good actor. He's, yeah. 
the awkward look he has, like trying mm -hmm. to pretend to be a racist. Yeah. It, it kind of, man, great sound effects you have. Yeah, thank okay. you. Now let's go to best actress. This right. one we always argue on the most. Yeah. First one is Yalitza Aparicio uh -huh. from Roma. Sorry if I butchered that name. It's it's a beautiful name, by the way. Yes. The other one is Glenn Close from The Wife. Mm -hmm. Olivia Coleman from The Favorite. Mm -hmm. Lady Gaga from A Star Is Born. That's a real name, Lady Gaga. <laughs> I'm surprised. I thought she would use a real name. And Melissa McCarthy. Can you ever forgive me? Okay, for me, Melissa McCarthy. I'm. I'm just gonna say this right now. She's the dark horse in this one. Yes. Yes. I would not be surprised. No, actually, let me take that back. I will be 100% surprised if she wins. Yeah. Because I've seen like five minutes of, of, of the role that she did in that movie. Uh-huh. Well deserving for the nomination. Like nothing that she did before of, of, of comedy or anything like that. She actually took this one really serious. And it was very convincing. It was very good. Um, uh, Lady Gaga... She was good. She was great. Does she deserve it? She, the nomination, yes. Win it, not necessarily. Uh, yeah, well, the thing is with her, it's it, it was a great performance. Yeah. It was, I mean, it's very good. Mm -hmm. It seems like she was playing herself. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of, it was one of those things where are you performing as somebody else or are you just playing yourself and only you could do you real good? Yeah. Kind of like, uh, well, the same thing goes for, um, yeah, yeah, it's up for me, so. Right. But, so your, your pick is gonna um, be... Okay, who I want to win, mm -hmm. who I personally want to win? Yeah. Yeah, Itza. I want her to win for Roma. Okay. She was really great in that film. The, the film itself was it was just beautiful. Um, but, mm -hmm. but knowing who's gonna win, I, I'm gonna say it, it's going to be Glenn Close's year. Yeah, I, I think so too. Because I've seen her in The Wife. I went, I actually went to go see The Wife. Um she deserves it and since she's not going against her bitter rival Meryl Meryl she yeah. actually got the shot yeah <laughs> and it was too it's like the Ken and Ryu of Oscars <laughs> Glenn Coase is also be Ken <laughs> okay and you want another track record uh I that was three what three? she's 0 and 7 who Glenn Close I mean against uh Streep Oh and four, okay. But in general, she's oh and seven. seven. Okay. Was Basic Instinct one of them? I don't know. For best supporting actor, <laughs> I thought she should have got that one. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, my pick is the same as yours. It's, it's close, but yeah. as a my dark horse is also Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. And Olivia Coleman, I I, I, did, I forgot she was the queen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't know her, her name, that's why. I just, I didn't think. I haven't, I, to be honest, I'm, I'm going to say this right now. I haven't seen that movie yet. I've been meaning to go to watch it. Uh -huh. Meaning to see, meaning to watch it and stuff like that. But it's just a lot of other stuff. Been you know, you was, yeah, for me, I, I watched the movie. I didn't bother to learn the names. Right. Besides Raquel Weiss, because I've seen it so many films. Well, uh -huh. Yeah, like The Mummy and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, but personally, I like Lady Gaga. She's my fan favorite. Okay. She's my favorite. I want her to win. Right. But most likely he's gonna go with clothes yeah. because yeah, you can't go wrong. It's her performance yeah. is great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I you know sometimes I was watching the trailer when I slapped her. I was like, <laughs> like 
Damn, she's good. If I want to slap her, I mean, it's only a trailer. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she puts it all. In. Yeah. she puts it all out there, man. She puts it all out there. And the same thing for Yalitza. She's just, I guess she's just too new, too new mm -hmm. and blue. I guess. Yeah. She still needs more oxygen to get more color in her. You know. Yeah. But it's a fresh-born baby. <laughs> Look, still. Yeah. But I don't even, think they got to give it to her just because it's just because of that alone. Who knows? And she's playing a role that's close to herself. Yeah. They, they said the same thing too to Sylvester Stallone and he won an Oscar for Best Director and that was his first time yeah but he stole a great story <laughs> <laughs> prove me wrong with that one no I agree with you I, I, I've seen the documentary it of course he did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good movie I loved the movie Rocky uh, series yeah yeah, awesome. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right. should we move on to Best Actor yeah <laughs> well you already guessed some of them already uh, the Christian Bale from oh, Vice mm -hmm. that's Dick Bradley Cooper from A Star Is Born. Right. William Dafoe. Yeah. Rami Malek. Mm-hmm. And Viggo Mortensen. Green Book. Okay. Malek's from Bohemian Rhapsody. Dafoe's from Eternity's Gate. Yeah. A Star Is Born. And Cooper and Vice's Christian Bale. Okay. I want William Dafoe to win. He was great in that film. He was phenomenal. But I know they're going to give it to Freddie Mercury. Freddie <laughs> That's how good he was. You call him by the acting name. And yeah. You call him by his character name. Yeah. You believe he was Freddie. Uh, yeah. You kind yeah. of defeat your own opinion with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they gave it to Freddie Mercury. Yeah, they did. Not the actor who played No, him. they gave it to Freddie. He was Freddie. He was Freddie. Um, like, he, same thing, too. And no one didn't think that he was going to win the... Uh, the Golden Globe. The Golden Globe. Shocked everybody. No, he didn't. Not for me. No, for everybody there in the room. Yeah, shocked everybody. You know, went on to win a couple more awards and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, it was like he played a good yeah. Mercury. I wouldn't oh, be surprised yeah. if he if I he did. actually did win and then just come up and just hold on for a second, and just puts on Freddie's glasses and then just put the mustache, mm -hmm. the tank, the white tank top, <laughs> just and get the half staff stand, do live aid. Oh and snap! So. So we all, we all agree on that. On that yeah, one. I, I believe Rami Malek's going to win that one. Even Rhapsody was just a good film. His, it was. To be honest, I don't think the bow pick was accurate. I know it was fiction. A lot, yeah. a lot of it was fiction. A lot of it was uh, just for Hollywood. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But the way he portrayed uh, Freddie Mercury was fantastic. Oh, oh, yeah. The best thing I thought was most subtle when he was on his bed playing the piano. To um, He was playing upside down. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. And it was the intro to Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or the ending, you know, yeah, 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 and it was like, like, well, yeah, that was, that was, I'm like, ah, play the song, play, I, you know, you kind of want to hear the yeah, song, yeah, yeah, but the okay, my second pick, yeah, it might be Bale, just Christian Bale, and he just didn't engulf himself. He, him and Sam Rockwell just engulf himself so much, right? Like, remember the fighter? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, yeah. He he went full. Oh well, yeah, crackhead. Yeah. yeah. The best way to put it. Yeah. yeah. He went all method actor in that one. Too much, I thought. Yeah. Being hallucinating. Mm -hmm. What a druggy sound like and looks like. Yeah. Yeah. But Women the Fool, I do love him, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love Klaus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, like, um, if you, like, if you get a chance to watch it, watch it. It's yeah. very good. It's very, very good. Mm -hmm. He did a phenomenal job in that movie. Was it, uh, what rated was it? Rated R or PG? Because it, it's about the life of Van Gogh, so... Uh, I think it was Radar. Okay. Because it, you you do see Van Gogh when he goes into like yeah his his dark places. Because uh, the only movies here that wasn't really a touchy subject was 
was um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. That's a PG rated. Mm-hmm. I thought it was PG-13. Yeah. Pretty much. Ooh, yeah. that 13 makes it so edgy. Because <laughs> <laughs> Viggo Morgan in the Green Book, that is, you know, still a dark time in America. Yeah. And Vincent Van Gogh, his life is no, you know, it's no, no schoolboy. <laughs> Sunday church type living, you know. Yeah. And Star is Born is about, uh, you know, rock star. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, Dick Cheney. Yeah. I don't think that can be PG anyway. <laughs> Anything with politics. All right. So we kind of agree. Yeah. Rami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All my own Rami. Yeah. Uh, you want, here's the thing. You want to go best picture or best director? This is the best director and then best picture. Okay, okay. To be honest, it depends on, but sometimes the best director outweighs the best picture, usually. Mm-hmm. And this year, I think, is one of those years. Yeah. Because the directors are, you know, Spike Lee, mm-hmm. finally. Yes. Black, you know, from, from Black um, Klansman. Yep. Power, the Powell Kowalski. Mm-hmm. Cold War. First time ever, so. I, I still haven't even seen it yet, so. Yeah. And then the favorite, Yorgos Latimos. Mm. And Alfonso Coron from Roma. And Alan McKay from Vice, also an actor. So. Yeah. Your pick? We kind of uh, know my pick. I didn't. I want Spike Lee to win. You want him to win, or you think he's gonna win? I, I, I want him to win mm-hmm. because let, let, let's just face it. He got robbed the last time he was nominated. Well, a lot of times he was robbed. Yeah. Are you talking about uh, the do the right thing? Yeah. In ninety one, right? Like ninety one. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of the nominations. He should have been part of that group. Mm-hmm. And he was completely wiped out. Yep. Uh, of that listing, it was like that made no sense. It was one of the best films of the, the year. I thought it was. The best picture that year because yeah. I, mem- I don't remember anything in 91 besides that and Batman <laughs> yeah so so yeah um, yeah he, he deserves it yeah he, he deserves it he, he deserves it um, but but knowing the Oscars who they're gonna pick mm-hmm. it's gonna be Alphonse you think so I think so he's hey he's 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 a uh, two out of three two out of three it's, I like this first win the yeah. second one I'm not so much really I can't really I don't even remember the second one really was it Birdman no he won Birdman yeah no the first one wasn't Birdman yeah I think it was hmm. the first one was a movie you didn't like which one was it Gravity oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's I love that movie it's funny I like Birdman <laughs> I like Birdman too but yeah. I love Gravity more Gravity yeah, okay. was way better yeah. okay okay so we both agree on Spike Lee yeah, yeah, I, I, I want Spike Lee to win. Yeah, and then they should backtrack somehow, like, we apologized in 91. They should. Because the media blew, blew it out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Spike Lee openly said, well, you don't think black people could have self-control not riot just because of one f- movie? We, we, we're not animals, man. <laughs> and he had a point. He made the Academy look like they were all hypocrites and evil and racist. And oh, yeah, they were. They were. They were. I think they were. But Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was weird. It was uh-huh. like the best film of that year. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even part of the list. Yep. You remember the Cole? I mean, not the Cole kid. Then, uh, girl from Batman. Kim, uh, Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger, yeah. yeah. She's the one who... She had a stuttering problem, too, and she came out. and that was Kudos to her. I, that's the only time I remember her, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> that and Batman. Right. When it's that moment and during the Oscar, she, mm-hmm. like, she spoke out for Spike Lee. Yeah. Yeah, brave moment, though. Mm-hmm. Didn't ruin career. You know, her career went uphill after that. <laughs> All right. <Yeah>. So <laughs> it did ruin her career, didn't it? Yeah. yeah that was like but, sad. Yeah. So she told the truth. Yeah. Well, Eight Mile. She was great in Eight Mile. 
I kind of brought her back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's strong. Yeah. So, kudos uh, her. Yeah, kudos. Yeah, let's go with the best picture. All right. Okay, let's 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 start with the the dark horse in this one, mm. Black Panther. Yeah. By Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. And then again, this obviously you know Black and the Klansman, mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star Is Born, and Vice. So overall, about like, eight films. Yeah, that's that's too much. It's hard to pick, huh? Yeah. Throw a dart. <laughs> okay, I think I'm already gonna rule out two. That's not gonna win. Is it Black Panther? Yeah. I don't like to win I, just because of one reason only. So. Mm. First of its kind. Yeah. You know, first Marvel superhero action film. No, first superhero film to win. Yeah, no. I'd be more specific. Uh, okay, well, first Marvel, yeah. But um, it should have gone to The Dark Knight, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark Knight was good. Yeah. They're like, no, we can't. Cause it's just a- because it saved, it saved us that year. <laughs> <laughs> Saved Hollywood. Yeah, the writer strikes and all that. <laughs> yeah, just came out. Yeah. Um, yeah, Black Panther and A Star Is Born. I'm just throwing those two out. I'm surprised none of the, these actors were nominated for Black Panther. Yeah, as a um, whole, they were great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised uh, Michael B. Jordan wasn't nominated. BAFTA, one of BAFTA. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's was supporting actor. I felt his pain. I see his reasoning. Yeah. It was the first time that Marvel filmed like, you know what, we have some feelings mm-hmm. towards the villain. Yep. The villain's not all bad. He's like, I see why he turned out that way. Yeah. He's like, he takes a village to raise that child, and this guy was abandoned, pretty yeah. much. So uh-huh. he portrayed that world with. Yeah. Nobody from Black Panther besides him? Uh, everyone did a great job. Um... I, I, it's a shame that that movie didn't, didn't get the love it truly deserved. Um, yeah, it's a shame. Well, best director. Y- yeah. I'm surprised that he didn't put him in there too. Yeah. Ryan Coogler. Mm-hmm. Man, he was a good that director. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's good. It's it's gonna boil down to either Black Klansman, Vice, or Roma, between those three. Okay. Um, like I said, Black Klansman was good. Mm-hmm. It came out of nowhere. Um, when when I found out that it was Spike Lee that did the film, I was like, "Get out of here!" Yeah, I I couldn't believe that. Um, I I could I I could yeah. see it though. Yeah, it just was it was funny at the same time. Yeah, yeah. But but so was School Days. School Days was pretty funny. Oh yeah, School Days was great. School Days was great. Um, Vice, same thing. Uh, it, it was a great film. It was really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roma. Uh, this could be this this could be th- this could be Netflix's golden goose yeah show that we could be contender yeah no it already shows it shows we're powerhouse regardless yeah regard no it's like regardless it's 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 leading the pack with like eight to nine nominees mm-hmm. nominations if it wins at one of the big four yeah you know which I, likely it is yeah like director well, two of the big four to be honest well, remember, it's also nominated too for best foreign film. Yeah. So even if it didn't win best picture, it wins best foreign film. Cop out. Yeah. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I'm still mad over that. <laughs> yeah. 
no like what the hell's wrong with people I was like yeah they just take that category away a film's a film yeah or actor's actor I don't you know mm-hmm. segregated by gender yeah especially nowadays you think about it mm-hmm. so y- your pick is between it's between those three Klansman Klansman Vice, Vice. And, and Roma wow okay mine was uh, this is the first time we had to disagree with each other so okay mine was Beam Rhapsody a green book then just between those two really uh, Vice acting wise great I don't, the film I, I didn't really want to buy part of my collection or anything like that <laughs> no yeah 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 yeah, yeah I mean, Roma it's it's on Netflix you yeah, can watch it anytime yeah but the one that you want to sit down and watch and make somebody feel something it's either The Green Book with Human Rhapsody the favorite it's more like a background movie so you go like oh you know you do stuff you know yeah 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 but it's still a good film so I actually enjoyed Bohemian Rhapsody Mm-hmm. And at the same time, the Green Book right. made you like, yeah, you know, bromance. I can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to sit down with the bros. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no women inside the house. It's our moment. <laughs> right. It's like waiting to exhale for men. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that that moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Still, right. Bohemian Rhapsody was. I enjoyed it. It felt like a concert. Right. And I felt something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Freddie Mercury I just like my Freddie Mercury too much I guess yeah I, I think that's the, the if he wins that's the reason why I won mm-hmm. because a lot of people remember Freddie Mercury right and how he died the fact that he died like about three or four months prior for the medication came out to treat mm-hmm. what he had yeah to, to prolong his life which is kind of depressing thinking exactly. about it yeah. yeah he died and three months later the yeah. meds came out. came out yeah that could have helped so yeah mm-hmm. and they didn't talk about his AIDS as much how he uh, you know contracted it or anything like that yeah it, it showed that he was partying too hard and too much orgies but yeah yeah but it was PG it, 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 they never show emphasized it mm-hmm. but in the trailer it looked like it was rated R oh yeah that's the big difference yeah yeah I'm a bit biased um. yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so there we go that are, that's our picks uh, Check into the blog on Tuesday so we can uh, we'll mm-hmm. have a report of who won and what do we think about that. But could I throw one in just because we're both geeks on this? Mm-hmm. Animations. Just the top of your head. I'll... Spider-Man Into the Universe is going to win it. Mm-hmm. Um, it. It's way different than what Disney has. Okay. Um, the one film from Japan. Um, Mirai? Mirai. Mm-hmm. Great film. I love it. The problem with it not a lot of people would would have gone and seen it if it was if it was you know it's much lost in translations pretty much yeah, okay. and plus two like how would they market a movie of a kid seeing his future sister and helping uh, him helping her trying yeah. to raise him up yeah that's true that's yeah I mean, well, mine's the only one on top of my head just because of Wes Anderson oh I was dog yeah, yeah. That's why I thought Klaus automatically and Bill Murray. Like, you can't go wrong with a Wes Anderson film, but um, honestly, um, it, it was a great film. The, the, the Isles of Dogs was great. Bill Murray, come on. Yeah. It's not to love. Um, but no, but uh, Spider-Man Into the Universe was a really great movie. It was good. It was different. And mm-hmm. Sony did a cool thing, though, was um, they actually released the uh, program that they used yeah uh-huh. for the film uh-huh. free really free for everybody just mm-hmm. dang 
Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they they just like here. Let's see what you can do with it. Yep. Is it like okay? Is it uh, and it's a Linux-based program. Okay, I was thinking, is it like a trap? When uh, remember when uh, we talk about this all the time, the Unreal Engine. Oh when yeah. Another yeah, company yeah. takes it as crap, but when they produce it themselves, it's like the mass, the masterpiece of the year. Yeah. Uh, is it like here, you guys take it, and they're like, Shh, don't tell them, and they're like, they try and they mess up. Yeah. So horribly. I guess. They get sued later know. by. Ba- we don't know. Val oh, oh, was like oh. all laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, we could do a shout out for one. Yeah. Sure. Just because hopes if because we're from San Diego. Uh-huh. Period in the end of the sentence. Best in documentary short. Rayaka Setabachi and Melissa Burton. Who's from San Diego? Uh, she mm-hmm. was an English teacher from Patrick Henry High. Ah, okay. Yeah. You know, I'm rooting yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even care about the other films because I haven't <laughs> seen them. <laughs> Alright, well the best of luck to them. I hope yeah. they win too. Yeah, San Diego. Yeah. We don't win anything. That's sad. She's not gonna win it. She... <laughs> hey, you mean never know. You mean never know. You She's gonna be the hero. She's the new Chargers. <laughs> yeah. 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 Go Padres. Yeah. All right then. Okay. Well, we'll take a quick little break and then we'll be heading back to wrestling. Okay. All right. Right back. So it's wrestling time, and Omega Kai, take it away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so far, it's gonna be on with the, with the top two great ones, either Shawn Michaels or Shawn Michaels or Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Yeah. Today, that's like the biggest arguments I have still. Yeah. Yeah, and on the past weekend, his birthday just came. You know, he was yeah. ah, seventy yeah. years old. Yeah. Damn. I know. <laughs> I feel old. <laughs> I watched when I was a kid. Well, yeah, yeah we, we both know. did. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Rick Flair, if you're listening this to us, uh, happy birthday. Uh, wish you many more yeah. happy more years to come. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you want to say to... Oh, yeah, yeah. In your honor, I will, you know, do some chops on Knight Rider 70 times. <laughs> Yell woo every time. <laughs> <laughs> now bring Knight Rider here. <laughs> I'll right. right. put some Vaseline in my my oh, forearms. I'm getting ready. <laughs> yeah, so okay, it's in in honor of Ric Flair, you know, turning seventy and all. Mm-hmm. And remember when I seen those pictures at the night with the with Triple H and yeah. Chris Jericho uh-huh. and Vander Holyfield and all that. Yeah, and it was like, yeah, that was during Ric Flair's party. Wow. And at first, when I saw it, I was like. Is AEW and WWE in cahoots? That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Now, if Cody walks by, I'm like, you guys are in cahoots. You're, you're price fixing, a la wrestling fixing. You're creating false competition. Which I wouldn't doubt one day that was possible. WWE and AEW just in cahoots. Just yeah. creating a false competition to build the market, you know, flood the market. Yeah. But still, yeah, I, I, I saw those you know pictures from the tweets and stuff. Right, right. So everybody was there. Yeah. AJ Styles was there. You know, mm-hmm. the big the big names that right. influenced his careers. Yeah. Was Hogan there? He, uh, I said great superstars, right? <laughs> <laughs> Triple H, Chris Jericho, AJ Styles. Yeah. 
Nope, nope, I'm done. Okay, all right. <laughs> Evander Holyfield, yeah. yeah. And Booker T. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they both won't go way back to WCW. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully he wins that lawsuit against Activision. <laughs> but anywho, um, in, in honor of Ric Flair, mm-hmm. I guess we're going to talk about his his top three. Or you can do more in lieu of, you know, right. Arnold mentions and stuff like that. Okay. So we can do his uh, top three matches or promos or incidents that happened with Ric Flair's life. Or wrestling career. Okay. You want me to start or you? You, you start. You go first. Okay, the, the one I remember the most was the, um, it was the last episode of, of Nitro. Mm-hmm. With him versus Sting one more time. Yeah. And he knew WWE just bought WCW. Right. He, he went out there and shooting their promo. Mm-hmm. He, and he does all that thing where he does his uh, overreacting hyper. Right, right, right. Hyper selling, I call mm-hmm. it. And then he, he, you know, and then he challenged Sting. He like, I don't care, you know. And then he challenged thing, and he thought it's his last match. And since he did all this, you know, hoopla, he mm-hmm. was gonna win. Yeah. No, he he gave, he put Sting over and let him win with the sharpshooter, or the Scorpion Deathlock. Yeah. So I thought that was one of the, the nicest moment ever. Like the last day of WCW. Right. The last day that he's officially it's officially Ted Turner Network. You know. Yeah. Before being bought by WWE, instead of you know going out with Bang because he's a big superstar. Oh yeah. yeah. Like get, you know, getting somebody put him over, mm-hmm. he put somebody else over. Who's you know, same moniker as him. Yeah. It, it it was Sting. Yeah. Yeah. He he didn't. It was no. It was no. You know, we call it uh, animosity, no uh, ego or anything like that. Yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. let me put Sting over because I know he could have longer career than me. Yeah. So he put Sting over. Mm-hmm. But in reality, Ric Flair had kind of longer, almost the same <laughs> yeah. time frame when they both retired. So it was kind yeah. kind of unique. So that was one moment I thought of Ric Flair, the last episode of WCW on TNT. Right. In Panama City, Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's crazy. That's very obscure. <laughs> yeah, well, that was good. He one. lost. He lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, honorable mention, when he first showed up to TNA. Oh, okay. I kind of vaguely remember. Okay. Nobody didn't expect him to come out. Yeah. Because when when he said that he was done with WWE, mm-hmm. every, oh, like everyone, including myself, I assumed that he was going to retire. Yeah. He was yeah. going to call it quits. WrestleMania. You know? Yeah. You know, Space Mountain. You know, close for good. Yeah. You know, out of the blue, nowhere, played his music on on TNA, mm-hmm. and then you just see him walking out. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, uh, do his strut. Yeah, did the strut and everything, and then flirting with Dixie Carter. Mm-hmm cut a promo like like he always does mm-hmm. and then it turned out yeah he's gonna be working with TNA and wrestling and wrestling it was a good match between him and Hogan too yeah it was one of the bloodiest matches between both of them not only that but also he had other uh, great feuds him and Angle yeah Sting um, he passed the torch AJ Styles oh yeah he did he made AJ Styles a new Ric Flair mm-hmm. which I think they were, I like that gimmick yeah, but I like the fact that he passed the torch. Put, to yeah, him. he passed the temp. So. That was a smart move because he saw something in yeah. it. Yeah, in AJ. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, see, full circle, both on WWE. But with, with that thing, when he went to TNA, it kind of took the thunder away from his last match with Shawn Michaels, which yeah. is I'm going to talk about too. Yeah, that you know, that kind of heartfelt yeah, last yeah, retirement yeah. match in mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Yeah, before Shawn Michaels switched him music him. Yeah, he said I love you, and he switched him music him. Yeah. It was an emotional match. So I'm sorry. And I love yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I love you. Boom. He kicked him. Yeah. See, only men get that concept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Why do you say I love you? He kicked him right away. 
girlfriend says. Oh, you understand. You're not mad. That's how men love each other. Violently. <laughs> all right. So, all right, what's your next one? Well, I just said it. <laughs> okay. No, okay. In, in, in lieu of that, it's, it's just the... Uh, when Ric Flair was was going against uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat the first time, uh-huh. and kayfabe was still real. Yeah, and this wasn't the, the, the match wasn't the, the match was great and all that. Right, right, right. right. But the, the, the part I remember is wasn't the match. It was what happened outside the wrestling right. world. He, turns out he was shopping one day, and guess who was next in the aisle? Oh, Ricky get the Dragon out Steamboat. Of here. Coincidentally, and there was a lot of people around. Yeah, so. To, to keep him kayfabe, he goes to the aisles, he sees him, he's like, he starts yelling at him, you know, he does his promo in the middle of the aisle, <laughs> in, in the store, I'm gonna get you next time, you know, you know, other thing was, if, and they, if, if, because that time they're doing the NWA for you, for right, the title, right, right, him right, and Steve right, Boat, right. yeah. I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna, and he trash talk him, and, and he left abruptly, yeah, and then in the middle of the night, next night, Dragon calls up, hey, what the hell was that about? Oh, I'm just, that was, that was a shoot, pro, that was a promo, man. <laughs> oh, I thought you were really upset with me. <laughs> that was good. No, it's just a lot of people around. They both saw us and they, they recognized both of us. So we had. I, I did that and I left. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but he, but he forgot to mention to Ricky Giancas thing, but he was doing a, a promo. Yeah. In, impromptu promo because he was out right, in public. Right. Right. I, right. I know you've heard that story. No, I've heard other stories. I've heard other stories. But that was one of the best stories. It's, yeah. It's just like what the hell. Kayfabe was real back then. Oh yeah, they played it. Yeah, they played it. They couldn't be in the same room together. Yeah, they couldn't. Even public. So he had he had, he thought of something. Yeah. And that was what they could think of. He walked away like a coward, you know, like you know, promo. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Ricky Dragon Steamboat was like was worried, was afraid that he he was something really bad going to him. <laughs> oh man, no. Um, yeah, that was what. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of the woo off. Yeah. With, Jay Lisa, mm-hmm. that was that was that was hilarious, um, but for me, um, how he survived that plane crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just he had to wear that little cast on his whole body for like yeah. a month. Yeah, he had to learn how to rehabil- or mm-hmm. rehabilitate his entire body and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, and just, they told him not to wrestle no more. Oh, look yeah. what happened. He became best wrestler ever. <laughs> and this was before he was famous. Oh yeah. The yeah. super famous before he became the the man. Yeah. To be the man who got beat the man. So yeah. It's especially too. He coined it too. Mm-hmm. He coined that phrase. Um, yeah. Especially too. If you actually watched his documentary, mm-hmm. the the one on ESPN, I think that was the best one of any of Ric Flair's uh, uh, collection of documentaries and stuff like that. Yeah. The ESPN one was the best one because he, when they asked him about that. He went in depth, mm-hmm. you know, like, how, like he he remembered clearly, like how was, uh, how was the plane, who was there, what was going on, mm-hmm. how everything was the going. The pilot died, right? Hmm? Like the pilot died. Pilot and I think two other wrestlers died. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he he in and like he remembered too, like something was going on, mm-hmm. something was happening with the plane, and then all of a sudden blacked out. Yeah. Yeah. That was luck. Uh, yeah, it's lucky that he survived. It was. Yeah. In fact, you you can see the little mark on his back, the little hole. It seems like there's a missing bone. Yeah. It's like a square mm-hmm. circle, and it's like an empty. It's like nothing in there. You see like a hole in his back. Mm-hmm. That, that's from the airplane crash. Yeah. Yeah, that was lucky. Doctor said don't wrestle. 
you'd luckily be alive. Yeah. And he proved him wrong. And he's the thing, he, he switched his style completely. He yeah. was a muscle powerhouse. Mm-hmm. After that, he became the... A technical like, wrestler? Yeah, the t- kind of like the Bob Backlund with, yeah. the, with the muscle still. Mm-hmm. You've seen Young Ric Flair? Oh, yeah. I've, like, yeah. yeah. Completely yeah. different. Yeah, Before th- and after. You're thinking he was more like Don Morocco Rock. Yeah. He, then he turned out to be... Well, he himself not Ric Flair. Yeah. He's He was like Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, and it was because... And, and um, it was... He said it himself that... It was because um, some of the muscles in his body, on his body, mm-hmm. on, the, on the way to recovery, wasn't healed right. So they just shrank. So, so um, yeah. So he had, had he had to work around that. Well, that's great working. Yeah. So he literally had to re-educate himself how to wrestle. And become more of a bleeder. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He the art of cutting yourself is by Ric Flair. He even does it on the promo. Yeah. I'm not afraid to bleed. And he like hits him in his head and like, da see, see, and he's all dripping in blood. Yeah. yeah. Steve Carino read his book. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good old Steve Carino. You know. Yeah. Want to talk about my number one? Yeah, sure. What's your number one? Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I won't, I won't take your thunder away, but. Was it? The Royal Rumble when he won? No, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. That, that was the best Royal Rumble I think of all time or to, like if there was like a top three that would be at least my number one or number mm-hmm. two he was the third man third man in he was the original Iron Man of Royal Rumbles he set the mm-hmm. he, he set it ironically Shawn Michaels beat him but beat number one yes which I don't get the concept number one and number two actually goes in the same time <laughs> yeah but yet, if, if the second man wins, he doesn't count or something? What's, yeah. Oh, yeah, but still. And, no, and also, too, I think no one else, I think, in the history of the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. has ever won it at number three. Yeah, mostly it's like in the... It's they said, they said number 14 was the highest, best number. Uh, 13 was the unlucky number. Mm-hmm. 14 was the lucky number. Between four, uh, 14, 21... Or uh, the last three numbers yeah. are usually where the winners come out. Mm-hmm. Once in a while, maybe one, maybe number two. Yeah. Never three. From yeah. three to ten, none. And the closest you get from that was Sasha uh, Michaels, Ric Flair, Stone Cold, and Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon won, advocated. Yeah. So since by default, Stone Cold won it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, if you count the greatest Royal Rumble, Daniel Bryan. Did he win? Hmm? Did he win? No. He said an, uh, he, he was number one, mm-hmm. and he was all the way there up to the near. He was the final three. And yeah. He was there for about almost 70-plus minutes. Yeah, that's the only good highlight of that show. <laughs> yeah. Let's not talk about that. Oh, and Finn Balor? Finn Balor, yeah. Good. Two year, yeah, two years ago, mm-hmm. started out number one. He was in the last three. It was in the last yeah, four. Yeah, I remember that one. He yeah, was, he was. He was drenched. Iron Man of that one. He was drenched. Yeah. Saw that. Besides, yeah, besides Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair was the one before him, so he started that trend. Yeah. And here's the weird thing. Mm. It didn't lead up to him versus Hogan. Was it? I forgot who um, they had a problem with Hogan. Hogan didn't want to push Flair no, 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 over. No, or? no, the thing, the thing with that one was um, can't be ego of both of them. No, 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 no. Flair didn't mind wrestling with Hogan. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was just Hogan couldn't sell the match. Yeah, 
there was even rumors. which isn't true because hmm? that match was so out quick no 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 not selling the match as in tickets I mean in ring he couldn't perform against Ric Flair yeah there was there was a house show I've mm -hmm. heard that the match was so boring mm -hmm. Vince had to come out and call the match off which one the Flair and for Flair and Hogan okay. an, an in-house match mm -hmm. and then he just scraped that match out because uh, Hogan didn't want to sell it to Flair uh, I don't know there was, uh, there was rumors that Flair was the better of the two well yeah and then <laughs> obviously no no it was like at that time Flair was the better of the two uh -huh. and Hogan couldn't keep pace yeah I believe that I mean technicality wise yeah Hogan's more of the energetic type mm-hmm but we finally saw it in TNA. Mm -hmm. Turns out, if that was the match for for WrestleMania, it yeah. would have been awesome. Yeah. They were both bloody. <laughs> but, well, you know, 30 years in the making. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah. But imagine when they were younger. Oh, man. If they decided to, like, put the ego aside. I don't know whose fault. I'm just saying they. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Money on Hogan still, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if they could... You know, put ego aside and just did a, a great wrestling match. Mm -hmm. It could have been one of the best. Could have been one. Because look, been. yeah, because we saw him at TNA at that age, and still, can. yeah, Hogan and Flair alone, yeah, mm -hmm. great match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The flop, the Flair flop. That's all Arnold mentioned too. Yeah, the flop, man. <laughs> just, just drops the genius, down. just oversell. Mm-hmm. I think Charlotte does it too, or um, yeah, yeah, I guess she does it, but she says it does it differently. She just falls. <laughs> yeah, but she, she does the flop, but like in her own way, I she, think. Yeah, she just go. I think she does more of like instead of just dropping, he just goes silent and just fall. Yeah, but Shawn Michael does the oversell too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the one we versus Hogan? Uh huh. He replicated Flair by overselling. <laughs> Kick me! And he flew up like five feet in the air. <laughs> Like, nobody kicks that hard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Well, yeah. Slick Rick, man. Yeah. Slick Rick. That's still an argument to this day between Flair and Shawn Michaels. Who's the better of the two? Better showman, the better wrestler, you know. Yeah, it's going to be, it's hard. That's hard because one. Different times. It was just like, you know, one kind of brought a new style of wrestling mm -hmm. to an organization that was just basically just all steroid infused yeah muscle monkeys they call them uh huh and then you had another person who survived a plane crash and mm -hmm. literally had to retrain himself reinvent himself too yeah cause he was one of those steroid monkeys at first and then he became a technical like genius genius and a hype man and one of the best hype man there is oh yeah 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 he's the best uh, uh, by far I think if anybody who wanted to get into the business and needed to see psychology wise not just psychology wise but know how to cut a promo yeah with with, with sheer pizzazz mm -hmm. flair flair yeah yeah who's better heel between michaels and flair flair see no the thing is when when michaels is a heel you honestly hate him with Flair's a heel, I still love him. Yeah, but see, but <laughs> that's the, thing the with, weird part. Yeah, see, but the thing with Flair though was when he was a heel. Mm -hmm. Oh man, he was cocky as hell. Like so much, he was. He, he had this swagger. Yeah. Going on and everything, and he would insult like expect the best. If you want to see his best work as a heel, mm -hmm. WCW. 
Yeah. Well, him with um, what's his name? Uh, mean Gene Oakland. Yeah. His promos. Yeah, and especially too, he would he would always look at he would find like the fattest person in the audience and just call him out. You hey, know? fat boy. Yeah. You shut up too, fat boy. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Yeah. The, uh, this also his honorable mentions him and Mean Gene. Mean. And then you know, introduction. Yeah. But yeah. We that's, that's we gotta argue. I see. I like Shawn Michaels more. Right. Just because, I you know I was a fan of him mm-hmm. when he was a heel. I, that was a dick move. <laughs> you like you feel that like he actually I can feel people. I can't defend you, man. You know I love you, but I can't Barbershop. defend you. Yeah. But it's one of those stuff where it's, oh and the screw job too. Ooh. Oh, oh man, oh, man. yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Most hated person job. in Canada. Yeah. Still to this day. Well, if Bret Hart forgave him, Canada hasn't yet. <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot. If a country cannot forgive one person, yeah, we can argue about that one too. <laughs> so, so, any other flare moments? Um, besides, you know, his battle with Tony Anoki in, in Korea, Korea, or Japan? No, Korea. He was in Korea, South Korea, North Korea. Oh, wait, I remember this one. <laughs> oh my God, wait, it was him and uh, Muhammad Ali was there. It was him, Muhammad Ali, and um, uh, Antonio Inoki. Yeah, and they almost had an international incident. Yep. Because Ali said something about the country out loud. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't him. It was um, it wasn't Ali. It was uh, Flair and Inoki. They brought wrestlers from their respective companies, yeah. You know, yeah. from New Japan and WCW. Somebody from the WCW. Mm-hmm was calling home mm-hmm. and said quote unquote I just want to get the hell out of here mm-hmm. there's nothing here yeah it's like why I, like, I, I regretted to come over here yeah it took Flair and Anoki a good day mm-hmm. just to convince them to let that wrestler go home you serious yeah well cause it, no, it, it, they, no they, they were photo they, they were being recorded yeah Talking bad about the country, he talked bad about the country. Yeah, but yeah, but I think Ali said, "I can't get, can't wait to get the F out of here or something." Like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember that one now. Mm-hmm. Who um, won that match? Not we Flair. Don't, we don't know. And nobody wants to talk about it. It was never televised. You know, it was televised, but Korea owned the rights. Yeah, Korea owns the rights. So you you never know. That's but they said, but a lot of people, but the people who did see it, mm-hmm. they said it was one of the best. Well, yeah, it's kind of like the life worth, depending on. <laughs> yeah, they said it was Seems one like of it. yeah, it was like one of the best matches that was ne- that no one will ever see, unless you're North Koreans. Yeah. Yeah, that's depressing, dude. Yeah. Okay, move on to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Ric well, Flair. Yeah, yeah, Ric Flair. He did everything. He wrestled in North Korea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wrestled in Japan. Uh, the title, NWA, the title belt, everything. Well, yeah. by the way, a famous incident too when he took that title to WWE with him and gave yeah, it to Vince. The big. Well, now he's with Vince. He gave it to him. Before that, it was still his. Yeah. The the big gold belt. Mm-hmm. Because he, because he, uh, the owner, what was it, Watts? I think so, yeah, yeah. He'd never pay him back for the deposit. Mm-hmm. 
So he was his belt. <laughs> if I was Flair, I should have just kept it. No, no, I think Vince McMahon gave him some money when he was in debt. Oh, okay. As a way to pay, repay him. That was right, right, right. the belt. And which was true. Oh, okay. And he, after that, he worked with Vince. Was, well, I mean, you've, you've watched on his documentary. Yeah. Like he borrowed money and Vince gave it to him. Paid him back. Mm-hmm. He paid him back. He also did some promos and shows for him. Yeah. And two time Hall of Fame, so. Yeah. You can see it in good terms. Yeah. Flair's money. So. <laughs> always has, always will be. Yeah, so. anywho. Yeah, so anything else you want to talk about? Flair? Oh, man, we go on days. <laughs> Shoot. I, get, I, get, I remember him versus Vader alone, man. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. This one, Vader was awesome in WCW days, in Japan yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. Oh, in Germany. It was, uh, remember the famous match where Mick Foley lost his ear? Mm-hmm. It was uh, Vader, Vader, Flair, and Phil Wells. Was it Funk? Or Abdullah the Butcher. But it was one of the ma- it was ta- it was tag with Flair uh-huh. and the ropes. He got caught in the ropes and oh yeah uh-huh. yeah 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 yeah. That was yeah. one infamous match too. Yeah. Still, that was yeah, just yeah. Oh, well, you know, when I was a kid, the most favorite, my favorite moment of Flair mm. is when he always tried to steal Kiss from Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> Nowadays, that's that's not called for. That's well woke now. That's sexual harassment and assault. Yeah. <laughs> But back then it was goofy and funny, <laughs> and at one time they both uh, remember uh, remember Macho and Hogan uh-huh. feuding. Uh-huh. <laughs> he came out and chasing Miss Elizabeth. Oh <laughs> uh, man! He uh, and oh, oh, the Undertaker's first win Survivor Series against Hogan. Flair helped. Yeah. He gave the chair and he tombstone onto the chair. I remember that. Oh uh, man. His moments are never. Sometimes it's not about wrestling. He just he was just there for just the right. What, yeah, like, what he did. Yeah, because his wrestling match was what bloody. Mm-hmm. But sometimes he just does dick moves and it's like yeah, I remember man. you because of that. Mm-hmm. I know you had a hardcore match with Terry Funk, but I remember you as being a dick against <laughs> <laughs> Hogan and Macho uh, Hogan and Undertaker. Right. Yeah. And he left for WCW. <laughs> Again. <laughs> all right. Just, yeah. We go on all day with Flair. Yeah, of course. This is the stories, the man, the yeah. myth, the legend. Uh, it's hard to transition with this one. Yeah. Okay. We we'll go to the next one, dude. You wanna? Or you just wanna call it quits? Call it. Yeah. Happy birthday, Ric Flair. We love you. Yeah. Just and many more. Yeah. Happy birthday, man, the man, the myth, the legend himself, the nature boy, Ric yeah. Flair. Mm-hmm. Slick Rick. Yeah. Thirty oh. years from now, we do a hundred year special, the century of Ric Flair. <laughs> hundred year old Ric Flair. Yeah. Let's see if he'll go on Space Mountain. Take Space Mountain one more time. Well, people, you know, you know, it's funny with Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. If you take it away, people will miss it, and they want it back. Yeah. And of course, you got to ride again. You got to bring back Space Mountain. Yeah, of course. He's Ric Flair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool. I, I think if it wasn't for him saying Space Mountain, I think people wouldn't even notice what the hell Space Mountain was. Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Besides the deaths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Disney don't pay him. Is it yeah? Disney just should have paid him some money for that. Oh, of course. Come on, man. Who wants to ride in Space Mountain? I'm Space Mountain. There's only two Space Mountain. The ride and me. <laughs> I'm the one that gives you the thrill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man. Anywho. Yeah. So um, moving on, yeah. a little bonus segment. Um, 
DC Universe came out with Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you haven't seen it yet, have you? I saw the poster. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the poster when you saw it? You know, from a certain angle, uh-huh. it looked like Suicide Squad. And I realized, wait a minute, Suicide Squad, was, was it based off Doom Patrol? Or which one came first? Okay, um, quick little history. Doom Patrol came out months before X-Men. And okay. there's been a debate whether or not if Marvel ripped off Doom Patrol to create X-Men. The Uncanny X-Men? No, X-Men in general. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I see it. Because yeah. it, it looks like the original Beast looked like that one guy in the back, the big guy. Yeah. I'm not really a fan of uh, Doom Patrol because I, I, I don't follow it. Right, right. Okay. But the first time I saw it, I, I thought it was Suicide Squad. Because mm-hmm. I saw DC. Yeah. So, um, I've seen the first two episodes of Doom Patrol, and you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm just going to say it right now. Doom Patrol is the premier show for the DC Universe Network, mm-hmm. and I think the DC show from in the television universe. Yeah. It is that good. Um, what I like about the most of it is that it's... They focus on the bizarre and the weird and the crazy yeah and there was even a line that they said that oh so you think superman uh, what was it no what was the line oh oh so you think there's gonna be like a superhero that's gonna come and save all of our problems mm-hmm. no because we're the only ones that are here oh so then are so then that means we're gonna be heroes yeah Oh, it's more like my back's through the wall. Let's be heroes. It's better than dying. Well, the thing was, they they were they had no choice but to. Oh. <laughs> kind of like a, a, a Rainbow Coalition or mm, impromptu. More, yeah, just more like okay, we have a choice to die or to live. Yeah. Well, which one sounds better to you today? Yeah, yeah that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like they don't want to, but they are. Yeah. Like, so. Um, kind of like the old cliche. Mm-hmm. You want to be a hero, but. The adventures just be quested on you yeah kind of like community yeah um <laughs> and, solo uh, yeah. solo motif i'm not a hero <laughs> next three movies you're a hero <laughs> what the hell but um yeah <laughs> uh, the, the series is great everybody mm-hmm. is good in this one um there's no weakest link in the cast your favorite actor or oh, favorite voice actor in this one or actor Actor, um, Brandon Fraser surprised the hell out of me as Robot Man. That's him, huh? Yeah. That is him. He looks good. He lost that weight. Yeah. No, he's voice. He, yeah, like when he does when he did the flashback of Robot Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Fraser. He's actually playing. But then when in the present, he someone else in the suit. But he he brought the best and worst out of mm-hmm. of, of Robot Man, and he does a really great job on it. And also, um, about Crazy Jane, she, Smoky? she is no, no, no. I um, she is by far, I think, the most interesting person in the show because that actress has to do all of her her personas. So, uh, with Crazy Jane, what's her um, special ability again? Okay, she has sixty four different personalities. Mm-hmm. Okay, think of a. Um, a person with a... Um, and each person that has a special skill? Yeah. Okay. So she has 64 of them like living one, inside her. One's a Kalen, one's a science, you know, chemist and stuff like that. Yeah. 
One's a physicist and they all could just help each other out. No, they don't. They don't? They all fight? They all fight amongst themselves. But they, they bring her, each character to come out? It depends on her mood. Oh, okay. So, like, one, like, um, one moment she could be a scaredy cat. Mm-hmm. Next moment she could bring the apocalypse to, to the DC universe. Next moment she could be a French person. Okay. It depends it's about on the same. Her, yeah. <laughs> Apocalypse and being French. Yeah, and, and then, um, you know, and, and uh, the actress, uh, she was from Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. Um, great job. Dana Guerrero? Yes. She, um, she's knocking this role out of the park. Um, this is really good. This is a really, really good role. Um, everyone else was playing Elastic, uh, Elastic Girl, Invisible Man. Uh, Timothy Dolce has the chief. Great. I wouldn't expect James Bond to be in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, the person who's Tim playing Dalton. Yes. Okay. Um, he, the he, one who's he, playing uh, Cyborg. I like the way how they brought in Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Um, Jovan Way. Yes. Um, great pick. Uh, the way that that they introduced him, it wasn't like how he was like in Teen Titans and something like that. And I. I think it was a smart move that they brought him here instead of uh, Beast Boy. Um, I never really did like Beast Boy when he was with the Doom Patrol. Um, even the the villain, Mister Nobody, never took this. He like this is a character that just doesn't take it seriously. He's like he wants to bring hell and fire, but he wants to do it his way. You know, not only he's the series, the season's antagonist, he's also the narrator of the show. Okay. And like in the beginning of the second episode, he already broke the fourth wall in the way that which uh, 20th Century Fox wished they could have done it on Deadpool. Well, they did like a soliloquy. We actually mentioned the screenwriter's name or something like that. No, yeah, uh, the scene was like uh, the chief was like, "Who are you talking to?" Grant Morrison fans. Uh, tri- uh, Grant Morrison fans. Oh, okay. uh, tri- Reddit, Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, uh, no Reddit trolls. Uh, what's it? Oh, sorry. Grant Morrison fans, Reddit trolls, mm-hmm. DC used the scriptures, the three new people that uh, that this network has described, yeah. and also the three people that stayed around after watching the farting donkey. That's who I'm talking to. <laughs> so uh, it, the show on ne- is on Netflix. No, the show is on the DC uh, universe. Uh, that's always a catch. Yeah, but 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 like Star Trek, it'll be on Netflix. Maybe. Well. It's going to be on Netflix internationally, mm-hmm. but I've heard that they're in talks so that Netflix in the U.S. can do it, can show as well. Okay. Wow. Hopefully. Hopefully. Because, I've been uh, watching. I'm a binge yeah. watcher. So. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. Titans was an okay show. It wasn't that great. I didn't like it. it, it, it I hate it. 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 was just horrible. Teen, you're talking about Teen Titans, right? Yeah, the, the the ones that the, the DCU did. DC. That was a horrible show. Um, it was okay. No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, 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 let me say, it was an okay show. Uh, to, to to me, I think if they were trying to bet the horse, mm-hmm. bet the house on this one. Yeah. I'm so glad they didn't because there were some moments that they were pretty good. Yeah. Like uh, the actress who played Starfire, she was great. She was all right. She was great. Um. The, the actors who play Beast Boy, he was okay. The one with Raven, all right. The Nuclear Family, I thought they were, I thought they were great, great mm-hmm. villains. Robin, I couldn't 
they, they tried so hard to make him like Christian Batman. Bale. They, yeah, Christian they were Bale trying, Batman. Yeah, instead of uh, Bruce Wayne's Batman from the campy versions. No, 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 not just that. It was just he he was trying to. They were trying to force him to be Christian Bale. Yeah, like, trying to be brooding and all this stuff. And when he turned into Nightwing like, and all, all the injuries, all the scars. Yeah, I'm just like eh. creating a double life, you know, kind of thing. I I was just like, eh, you know what? You could have done better. Yeah, and they should have done better. I, to be honest, I'm just happy there's one actor in there that I enjoy since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Just because he does lots, you know, TV series like on Freshman's Belly. He was a yeah. He played it's like the, the Tiffany. That was his name. Who? The the daughter's um like love interest. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Phil Morse. Uh huh. As Silas Stone. Yes. He plays Silas Stone. Yes, he does. The doctor. Yes, Cyborg's dad. <laughs> He's playing a serious role. And he does a phenomenal job in it. He took, he, like... No, that's surprising to me because I see him as a comedic actor all the time. Yeah. Meet the Spartans? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, he did a phenomenal job in this film. Uh, and, and on the film. In the, like, in the even series. Star Trek, he was kind of... Yeah. Star Trek 3. Mm-hmm. That's when he first started, I remember. But, uh, no, he did a great job. Um, can't wait to see more of him in the series. Um... Other than that, yeah, like I said, Titan was an okay series. It wasn't that great. It, um, I was the opposite. It was a horrible series. They should have ended it halfway through. The yeah. first series. Yeah, yeah. And make it like a short film. Yeah. How, you know, the birth, and that's it. Yeah. Well, they're coming out with a season two. Ah. <laughs> um, yeah. Wasted. Um, the, the new season of Young Justice was better than Titans. I like that one. Yeah. That one was, was good. good. Yeah. It was just basically Batman and the Outsiders. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, that was like good. You can't go wrong with DC animated stuff. Um, but, no. Uh, Doom Patrol, yeah. I think Doom Patrol is the premier show for uh, for that network, for that mm-hmm. streaming service. And I think also, too, for uh, the TV universe that DC's having so far, I think it is the show. It it's, better, it's better than Supergirl. It's better than Arrow. It's better mm-hmm. than... It's hell of a lot better than Damn Flash. That's for damn sure. Flash um, is okay. I, I, I like Flash. And then he got too stretched out. Yeah. It you know we finally ended with the his his love his life knowing who he was. And I like that kind of ended for me. Yeah. I, I like the mystery. Like mm-hmm. he, never, he doesn't he doesn't get the girl till the end. Yeah. When he got the girl and then he kept on going. I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah, you yeah. gonna do? Doctor Zoom. Uh, he killed him already. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah, know? yeah, it's, yeah. It's like that. But the best part of the Flash, I'm just doing a side note. I don't know why. It's when he met the original Flash from the '90s TV series. Oh, and he played okay. his, uh, his dad. Yeah. And then his dad died, and then he came back as Mr. Mercury, as part of the uh, parallel universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that should be the season ender, but instead, <laughs> I know it got, it got killed. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, if you guys haven't had a chance, go watch Doom Patrol. It's on the DC. Uh, the DCU streaming service. If you guys don't have a subscription mm-hmm. on it, they do a 30-day uh, free trial, mm-hmm. so you can actually watch the first two and I think three to four more episodes. Mm-hmm. Doom Patrol comes out every Friday. Yeah. So it's funny because uh, I thought it'd be some continuity how these guys could actually transition to the cinema universe. Because when I saw Silas Stone, mm-hmm. when he was Phil Morris instead of the other guy. Yeah. He, he was known to play a more serious role. Yeah. And I'm like, huh, okay. I guess there's no continuity. 
No, well, the thing with the Doom Patrol is like they take on missions that are far more crazier and more <laughs> world-ending. Yeah. Than like Justice League, the Justice League, and everything. Like for example, um, the first two episodes. Okay, you see a white donkey. All right. Um, the circuit donkey if, of no, Malaysia. No, just no, just a, <laughs> no, just a straight white donkey. Um, you know, Justice League comes. They'll be like. It's a donkey. It's not. It's no threat to us. But lo and behold, you know, the donkey, you know, is a gateway to a parallel universe. And the only way to get into that parallel universe, it has to destroy what's there currently in order to, uh, to be, in order to go into that parallel universe. Okay, yeah. it's one of those trippy. Those weird things, yeah. yeah. A little trippy thing. Yeah, and that's more of a bigger threat than Darkseid trying to conquer Star Labs. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that, you know. What can you do? A lot of stuff, actually. <laughs> well, at least it's Alan Turdick, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> From Firefly. I mm -hmm. know. You know what's funny? Pirate Mike. He's Mr. Nobody. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I used to say Yar all the time. Uh huh. Because I was watching Dodgeball. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> oh, and he's, he's, he's great. He's great. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, watch Doom Patrol. You guys will love it. It's on every Friday on the DCU uh, streaming service. And without further ado, that is it for this week's uh, podcast for Captain Cats and Night Rider. And on behalf of Omega Kai, I am Captain Cats. Mm -hmm. um, it's great to hear from you guys. And I hope you guys come back uh, next week for another round of Crazy Bizarre Adventures of Podcasts. I'm usually the Paladin with a level 3, you know, incantation spell. Oh, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, 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 no, that's D&D &D next, 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 next week, okay. <laughs> I confuse the two sometimes, you know that. <laughs> Whatever, my dark mage. <laughs> okay. All right. Episode then. community. Oh, yeah, man, love that. <laughs> Alright then, until then, take care guys and have a great week. Alright. Yeah. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. And I got that. Okay. <laughs>